some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. This week, we talk about Blade. You better wake up. The world you live in is just a sugar-coated topper. There is another world beneath it. The real world. For thousands of years, they have existed among us. You keep your eyes open. They're everywhere. Chances are you've seen them yourself and didn't know it. A secret nation. Our livelihood depends on our ability to blend in with a lust for power. We should be ruling the humans. These people are our food. They've got their claws into everything. Politics, finance, real estate. There's a war going on out there. He makes the weapons. I use them. Now, one will lead them to conquer mankind. Tonight, the age of man comes to an end. We're gonna be gods. And one will try to stop him dead. There are worse things out tonight than vampires. Like what? Like me. Half human. Blade's mother was attacked by a vampire while she was pregnant. Half immortal. You got the best of both worlds. All our strengths. None of our weaknesses. He is their greatest fear. And our only hope. Soapin' season on all vampires. Stephen Dorff. You're one of them, aren't you? No, I'm something else. Welcome back to another episode of We Watch This. My name is Cole Jackson, and this, this is an episode I have been waiting for. My nerd side cannot stop tingling because it is that time again. Um, this week we have, of course, as just like every episode, co-host Rain Coleman. Rain, how you doing? I'm good, man. What's good? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready for this shit. You know what I'm saying? Do rag down and, and, hey, and ready to go. Saudi. And this week's guest on the podcast this week is Rockman 4K4 from the Nerd Plate. Rockman, how you doing? It's actually 3K3, sir, but but that's okay. That's I was okay. trying to I'm give you, well. I'm trying to put you in another level, brother. <laughs> you, you, all, you know what? That's what I messed with you because you're on a whole nother level, Cole. Exactly. Whole nother level. The man wants you to be oh. 3K3, brother. I want you to be up another level. See, 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 that's what I'm talking about, brother. Elevating these streets. I'm doing well, man. I, I got to say thank you, first off, for having me on. And, and you guys, please, when you get a chance, watch this first because it's hilarious. But also, go watch the Nerd Plate slash listen to it. You can listen to us every 
uh, I think Wednesday. Yeah, that's what we're doing now. Wednesday uh, with me and my funny, great co-host, uh, Leroy Ketchum. And I just want to say thank you so much, Cole Jackson, because I enjoy Cole Jackson and Rain Coleman. Thank you for having me on the show, because I enjoy going back through Blade. It was phenomenal. So, mm. Thank mm. you. Thank you. <sighs> wow. <laughs> Finally. Uh, um, this is going along with the theme that we've had all season, which is the 90s. And this is probably Apex. one of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite movies. Um, so this is the Marvel movie that paved the way, and a lot of people don't want a lot of people don't want to say that because they want to give Robert, Robert Downey Jr. his props. But this was the movie to pave the way. Let me give you guys a little quick, and it, it ain't movie nerd time. But let me give you guys a quick little scenario of what was before this. Nineteen eighty six, you had Howard the Duck. 1989, you had to punish it with Dolph Lundgren. Get the fuck out of here with that. And 1994, you had an unreleased Fantastic Four movie. Oh, oh yeah, that's uh, the, the controversial one. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, uh, that's the one that's that gives everybody hell. Yeah, right. You <laughs> nobody's happy about that one. You don't jump off the Marvel Cinematic Universe without Blade, guys. What are your initial thoughts about this movie, uh, Rock Man? It's just so great, man. Like, so it's crazy because Blade is one of those movies that still holds up the test of time. It's crazy because this is like well over what, like twenty, almost thirty years. Oh my god! This came 20? out. This came yeah. out in nineteen. This came out in August twenty first, nineteen ninety eight. Oh god! Twenty one yeah. years. Twenty one years. Woo. Okay, so crazy enough, even in that twenty one year span, it still holds up. I mean, you got a Wesley Snipes in his prop that's just going around beating. The well, I can't, you know, lead him out of okay, beating the shit out of everybody because he's just fucking blade. Like he's just like a fucking blade. It's just, it was so, it was still cool of cool, and it was just so great because it was the first one of the first comic movies, in my opinion, aside from Spawn and maybe like two others, to like really just capture the character, even in a time where they didn't care about capturing characters. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, Wesley Snipes, like. That motherfucker acted his ass off because he went in. He's like, I am Blade. This is like, okay, cool. I I believe you. So it was just great watching it again because all these years it still holds up. And the only thing that's funny to me is just like, okay, this is out of place. It's just FX. Like, it's just, that's all there. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, we had the more modern effects. This shit would be dope. But Blade, man, that'd be awesome to see that come back. And which which it already is. But like, if I get another Wesley Snipes Blade with just, Looks like it's going to kick everybody's ass. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm down for it. Exactly. <laughs> Rain, what, how did this movie make you feel? Because you are our I fellow like comic book aficionado as well. This movie was trash. Like, I don't even know why it was made. <laughs> like, just disgusting. No, this shit was everything, man. Okay, so... <clears throat> I don't know where this is going to fall, but I, I tweeted that this was scarier than Candyman as, like, half-hearted joke. Oh. But for me, but no, remember again, Cole, you have to remember for me, I wasn't into horror movies as a kid. Right. Watching this with the jump scares and stuff, this this actually frightened me or, or startled me more than Candyman did. Wow. Not saying that it's like this is a horror movie, but all that being said, I think that is a testament to how well this movie was done. Mm-hmm. This it was, was very a dark. really very good, dark. yes, dark, good dark R-rated film. And it wasn't mm-hmm. a film that See, I shouldn't have been watching this as a kid, but I saw this shit in theaters. Like, there was no reason. What was I, like, nine? I was not supposed to be watching this. <laughs> and I think my mama took me to see this. 
Um, but yeah, all in all, I like this movie. I really did. There's a lot of things. And you say this is the grandfather of Marvel. This movie, the whole American comic book cinematic universe owes everything to this movie. Exactly. Absolutely. To this movie. Absolutely. And everybody wanna bring up the Fantastic Four and all the stuff that you've mentioned, the stuff that came before. And that there is a place for that, but there's no way you can compare the shit that came before to mm-hmm. the already successfully done first blade movie in the whole franchise. Yeah. This is why Robert was able to do what he did. This is mm-hmm. why the X-Men were in all black mm-hmm. ultimate universe Absolutely. versions that were darker and grittier. So all that being said, that's pretty much how I feel about the whole goddamn film. Right. The thing is a lot of people, what they don't understand is there wasn't a successful Marvel movie until blade blade right. really opened up the doors mm-hmm. for them to be able to do X-Men uh, Fox can do X-Men and, and so on and so forth. And I think a lot of people um, now it's as of right now, people um, acknowledge this movie as the opening of com- good comic book movies. And, and I have to agree. But here's the funny thing about this. We were supposed to get a Black Panther movie. Mm-hmm. This was supposed mm-hmm. to be Black Panther. Wesley Snipes, um, he, he became attached to the project in discussion with Marvel's about playing Black Panther. He wanted to do a movie adaptation of Black Panther. It kind of got messed up. <laughs> it was a lot of things going on. I'm going to give you a quote from the Hollywood Reporter interview he had. He said, Black Pan- Panther is an iconic character whose uh, much of the world was unfamiliar with and the, communica- and the communities that I grew up in would love. Snipes went on to say, look, uh, from the days of William Marshall playing Blackula in the 1970s, uh, it never crossed my mind that the audience would, wouldn't be down with it. So he basically wanted to bring Black Panther first. He really wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, he said the internal struggles, as Snipes explained, was explaining to the uninitiated audience that he was trying to make a movie about a comic book superhero, Black Panther, and not the 1960s civil rights revolutionaries. So at the mm-hmm. time, he couldn't get a Black Panther movie off of the ground because everybody thought they were he was talking about the 1960s revolutionary. He thought yeah. they thought he was trying you to do know, that. Still happened with the new Black Panther, right? You no, know, that still happened, right? Yeah. Like, which was crazy. Yeah, so, yeah. Everybody thought he was trying to do a 1960 civil rights movie, and he's like, "No, <laughs> I'm trying to bring Wakanda to film." This movie happened because they offered him this instead of they offered him Blade instead of going forward with Black Panther because they felt like it was going to be too much confusion between the two you know when we got our chat with bozeman black panther we kind of showed up and showed out and, <laughs> and showed y'all that like we can come out and support a black comic book movie probably better than a lot of you other people that is still i think that's still one of the top selling um um marvel <laughs> movies in, in out of the whole phases right now so rain do you feel like we could have did we could have we could have did did this with Black Panther? Yeah. Yeah, I don't say why not. I mean, we had, honestly... Um, now, this is 98. Yeah, no, it's 98, but we also have Coming to America, which is the closest. We have Coming to America, we have black exploitation, and in other works of art, we have Afrofuturism. This could have been made. Now, to say the graphics and shit would probably have been dated, of course, but if you're looking at Wakanda with the villains that Black Panther goes up against versus Blade, I think you could have got gotten through with doing a Black Panther film in 98 and not have 
the same um, special effects issues that you have with uh, Blade. So I know I think it definitely could have been made. Now, what story would we have gotten back then? I'm not sure. Mm. Like what story arc or, you know, what would they pull from or what, or if it would have been just completely made up. But I think, yeah, it could have been done. Like there's so many projects that black people have not been able to get off the ground that you can't tell me if this nigga knows enough about Black Panther and his comics. We got Blade. So this was a phenomenal film. So we could have gotten Black Panther Mm -hmm. and gotten the same or the same degree of well done movie translated to the black panther lore i think we could have yeah mm. what about you rock man you think we could have started off the the marvel cinematic universe with a black panther movie led by uh wesley snipes so i think we can uh i agree because rain just you know mr coleman just put down the whole list of all we could uh but on top of that you also have in and kind of piggybacking off of his afrocentricity uh you also have mantis a lot of people forget that movie Mm. which that was a really dope movie. So that kind of movie could have been made. We definitely could have had uh, a Black Panther with Wesley Snipes. The suit would have been a challenge, but I don't think it would have been too much of a challenge. You know what I'm saying? Like, they would have still put out something. <laughs> he said but he I was think... trying to... When he was talking about the suit, I'm sorry. When he was talking about the suit in the interview, he said, Black Leotard. That's what I was going for. That was it. Yeah, and, and just have the necklace. Yeah, that's, right. the, that's what I was thinking they were going to do. Um, And then they would probably have to have the story about the infighting about how, like, they're fighting for the throne or either have, um, excuse me, his um, his white adopted brother-in-law mm-hmm. have that whole thing, the White Wolf saga, they probably would have had that. Because you had plenty of infighting that they could have done because they could have brought in Killmonger later, which he could have been, like, face or, or mm-hmm. movie three. The Gorilla King could have been, like, phase two. And then, of course, one could just be the trials and tribulations of building Black Panther on top of just, like, all right, well... The Avengers are too close to like Wakanda or like Claw. It just got out with the um, vibranium, you know. So they could have absolutely done it because it could have just been a heist movie that ended with you seeing Wakanda and what it's all about. Or it just could have been like you know one of those invasion type movies. Yeah. So yeah, we definitely could have seen that because the special effects, like Rain said, back in the nineties weren't as great. And they were definitely computerized. You could definitely tell. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, because of what Black Panther stood for. Really, as long as they would have went for like basically a black Tron, they would have had it. Yeah, because they back in the nineties they could have done that. Yeah. Uh, uh, another, I want to mm-hmm. hop in here. Another reason mm-hmm. I think it could have been done is because we've discussed this at length: the way in which black cinema and black TV shows, the trajectory that they were on in the nineties. If this had came mm-hmm. out around mm-hmm. the time where we had Living Single, we had New York Undercover, we had. Um, Martin, we had uh, Fresh Prince of Village. Like to have Black Panther, I think that we would have gotten more Black TV shows in this CW age mm-hmm. in the early 2000s mm-hmm. that we did not have once they switched from WB to CW. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I think it would have been really cool to do something like that. The only hang up I have is could we have had an ensemble cast like we did in? in in our in our the Black Panther that we got here in in this time, like, I mean, you got to think, man. Like, hmm. like the Black Panther we had, the cast for that movie was unbelievable. And I'm not saying that it couldn't have been done in in '98, but what I'm saying is, the 
could we have had that ensemble cast like we did? Like that was that. I think that's my biggest hang up because because only. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go, go. Uh, The only way I say that, yeah, we probably could, Cole, is just because we could have finally had Angela Bassett as Storm. That would have made the whole cast right there. Because you have Wesley Snipes, you have Angela Bassett as Storm. You would have had Sanaya Lathan as uh, uh, his sister. Uh, You would have, yeah, you would have had, gosh, as the white representative or the guy, the the agent guy, you probably have. What, who? Which one? That's the Don't Say Tom Cruise. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about Tom Cruise. But you could have had, you actually could have had like Matthew McConaughey or you could have had uh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves would have been really good. Right. Yeah. But so, I, I, the only thing I would say is would the storyline have called for that? Because I think we could have had it. Mm-hmm. But if you look at Blade, even though Blade and his lore has a smaller cast than Wakanda at large, this Blade film had three main characters and then like three solid villains. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so would a Black Panther film have been just full of extras that were black people, or would the main cast call for? Would the story call for you to have such a large cast? Mm. I, I think it it could probably minimize it because I think you would probably revolve around like T'Challa. They revolve around his sister, which I keep forgetting her name for some reason. Today. Sherry. 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 Thank you. I don't know why I'm freaking Sherry. You're going uh, so, Sherry, yeah. Um, you're you're going to lose Shuri. your black card. Sherry is a, yeah. They go, man. Uh, Sherry, and then like have it revolve around like one other person, and then just have his like villain either be Gorilla King right, right then and there, or like even just like the fight for the throne. And just have mm-hmm. to make up a, a a villain or like someone who's an heiress, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we could have had a close knit on Black Panther because if you take away like the fun and the the well, well, just basically everything we could do in the modern times, if you took that away, you would just have you know Chadwick Boseman, uh, his father. Well, if they followed the so if they they're in the universe, they're not his father, but you know just Chadwick Boseman, uh, Shuri. And then basically the villain, yeah. Because everything else is just extra. Like his, you know, Angel Bassett was there as his mother to support him and stuff like that. But mm. yeah, you would have those just three names. So we could technically do it. The cool thing about um, West is because he he wanted to executive produce the Black Panther movie and ended up executive executive producing the Blade movie. But he said the real reason why he switched up and just went with the Blade character was. He said they there are a lot of similarities between the two. Um, one of the most forefront was they're both noble characters. So he could, that's why he was like, "Yo, I can still run with this because you know they're both noble characters, and I think I can make this work." So I, I, I my hats off to uh, Wesley Snipes for even because he had been he really he he had been pushing to do this Black Panther movie since like '94. He was pushing for like four years to like get Black Panther off the ground, and it just didn't work. And for them to be like. You know, at this time, Marvel was actually um, doing, still going through their bankruptcy situation, and mm-hmm. their their characters were all over the place. So it was yep. really cool to be able to do what he needed to do to be able to get this movie to work. So I'm I'm super happy that we got Blade. Um, it would just it would have been really wild if we would have got a Black Panther movie to start off. So crazy. <laughs> it it, it would have been it would have been wild. Huh, okay. I'm probably going to get some heat for this, but I got to say it. I hated, I hated the villain in this movie. 
I hated Frost. Oh, I was going. I was going. I hated. I hated Frost. I hated his crew. And when we get to our categories later on in the movie, we're going to talk about some casting uh, rumors (laughs) that were supposed to happen. How do y'all feel about the villain in this movie? Rain, how do you feel about the villain in this movie? Um, I think he worked for the time. I didn't like him. I thought Quinn was much more um, entertaining Mm -hmm. and charismatic. Um, I get the, like, power dynamic. Uh, I tweeted out, he looks like a younger version of Vampire Bill from Twilight. Like, I didn't... I, you mean he, True Blood? True Blood, yeah, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, from True Blood. I didn't like him because I felt like everybody else was dynamic. All the other villains, all the other heroes, and this might have to come up later, but I had issue with the Pure Blood vampires versus the Bitten vampires. Mm. And the fact that um, Frost, Deacon Frost was like the it nick, and I'm like, this show, this movie has to be somewhere in whoever has a larger majority of like control. There is a white gaze going on here because one, Frost was not compelling; he wasn't interesting, and right. then two, just to be like as surface level as possible. There's a ton of other attractive white men who had a more commanding <laughs> presence. Who like the the nigga he eventually killed? That nigga yeah. could have been frost. I was like, why the fuck would I give a damn about this nigga? Like, okay, girl, Dawson's Dawson's Creek. Like, you not. So yeah, I don't. I I think it fit for the movie for the time, but there has to be some level of like white lens that was in control of casting because there's no way this nigga should have been. Deacon Frost. Right. I I really feel like they just cast him because, like, again, was this nice man? Was this nice? Just went in there like I'm beating everybody's ass. And let's <laughs> like, give me the whitest person you can find so I can beat his ass. <laughs> well, yeah. for him, he wasn't. I have to get past the stigma of a menacing villain because not all villains are menacing, i.e., Lex Luthor, but mm-hmm. he didn't have any kind of. He was bland. He was as, yes, you know, I'm sorry to say this, but it, he was about as vanilla as his skin tone. Like, he was just terrible. Mm-hmm. He was so boring, and he didn't really, he didn't perpetuate villain to me. Um, I really think that, I think it was Dragon, Dragonette, Dragonah, Dragonette, the, the the guy that they killed in um, the one scene where they took him out to the sun at the oh. beach. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah him. Dragonette, yeah, Dragonette. Yeah, yeah, Dragon, Dragon, yeah. I think it was Dragonette or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. He should have been the main. That's what I'm saying. Villain. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That nigga should have been the one. Because he was more cunning and more menacing. Like even at the table, he yeah. was like, you know, like he slapped the shit out of uh, Stephen Doris. Like Deacon Candy he's like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, he ain't shit. Right. You know, what I'm saying, and he just walked out, and it was just like, see that guy. My here's my here's my beef, real quick. Also, too, I just want to say, fuck Steven Dorff, because now he's talking all this hot shit. Like, well, you know, I feel I feel embarrassed for Scarlett Johansson. And, you know, if I was still doing those movies, like, when I, I was like, bruh, you had a show about a sheriff on Fox. Kill yourself. Straight up. That's that's all I'm going to say. But, yeah, it, it was, I, I hate that he's, like, trying to say now, like, all these Marvel guys are wasting their time. Like, bro, you just mad because you're not here. That's all that really is. Mm. Right. Mm. That's all it is. So. But him as Deacon Frost, I agree with Rain over there. I do think he was good for the movie at the time. But I'm with you guys. Like, 
the guy at the head of the table should have been like putting this plan together and it should have been one of those like behind the scenes thing and like Deacon should have been like Vaughn from like Far Cry 3. You think that's the guy and then like mm-hmm. you know say you get further in it's like oh shit it's the guy at the table shit mm-hmm. the one that's just yeah. called. So that I would have if I would have wrote the story I would have wrote it that way. But I agree with you guys. He's very bland. Yeah. He just he didn't he didn't work. Like, he was there. <laughs> yeah like um oh go ahead. I no no I um I hated him, and I just have to reiterate: everybody was more interesting. Even the the white girl with the blonde hair, which I couldn't stand. I couldn't stand her. More, uh, I couldn't no, stand her. More but I'm saying she, her, and Queen. Like if we're just looking at the villains, she wasn't. She was on screen, but she didn't do. She didn't say a whole lot. Her and Queen were more interesting than Frost. Like I felt more mm-hmm. personality. Mm-hmm. Um I was like not necessarily rooting for them, but like I had more of an emotional reaction when they did shit. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, so nah Frost, nigga, you can die again. Right. So let me take it a step further. Originally the original script for this movie was supposed this movie was actually supposed to be a comedy spoof. I I get that. I get that. They wanted I, I to have liked it, but I they wanted were they to make do a black exploitation, but no, no, no. They were basically going to spoof vampires. This was actually going to be like a comedy spoof of, about vampires. And what Wesley James? Wesley Snipes, being the executive producer, stepped in and was like, "We we not going to do it." Him and um, the writer who is David S. Goyer, um, he wrote all the Blade movies and the TV series. They went in, made a a, a more serious script, and made it into something that we see now. I don't know why they wanted to do, you know, I read off, I read off the previous Marvel movies for a reason. Um, All of those, except for the Punisher movie were played like kind of comedy and they wanted to continue that, that going that way. And I don't, it, it, it really, I guess I'm upset because I don't like it when they try to make black movies into comedy spoofs. So let's do it. We can't do serious. Um, we had this conversation with the Waiting to Exhale uh, movie where they wanted to, they, they label Waiting to Exhale as a comedy. Still don't understand how that works. So thank goodness for um, Wesley Snipes being executive producer and David S. Goyer, who wrote, again, wrote all the Blade movies and the TV series and made this into a more serious movie. I like it. I think the pacing of this movie is unbelievable. This movie is a two-hour movie, and it never... I've watched this movie several times. It never so feels... So good! It, it just... It, it, every time, man. Every time, I'm like, oh, two hours. Yeah. Okay. It you know, never like, feels like two hours. I never so feel good. the two hours. Yeah. Um, The director was Stephen Norrington. Um, he was a special effects guy. Um... And this is, he's only really directed like four movies. Uh, 94, he did a movie called Death Machine. 98, he did Blade. 2001, he did The Last Minute. And he, in 2003, he did The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, I like, see, well, wait, hold up. Cause I might be remembering it finally and it might be a racist movie. But back in the day, I liked that movie. <laughs> no, that was the one with, uh, that's, that's the one where that's they had like, Connery. yeah, Sean Connery, like Invisible Man and all this other. It was actually no, a pretty I, good movie. I remember the movie, but I'm saying there might be some jokes in there where they're like, look at these niggers. So, I'm, <laughs> so let me just say, I remember it fondly. I wait till I revisit it as an adult, but I did like that movie. Yeah. Look at these <laughs> niggers. Look at yeah. these niggers. Yeah, that's go, hilarious. You go get me. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so let me tell you, they had to switch up. Okay, so when it came down to, came down to directors, now Wesley Snipes, when he was going with the Black Panther movie, he wanted two particular black directors. He wanted Mario Van Peebles or John Singleton. Mm. I could see both of them, but Mario, um, Mario and Peoples, yeah, because New Jack City, baby. Yeah, New Jack City. that's what he wanted to do for Black Panther. Um, the studio, I guess, wouldn't allow him to do that with Blade. How, well, it looks like you. I was about to say, would you have picked either one of those to direct this movie? But it looks like I would have went with Mario Van Peoples too. Mario, Mario Van Peoples, yeah. Why are we not doing John Singleton? I guess because he was in his. I think California. I, I I think Mario for me would do a better job. That New York, based off that what I've seen. Yeah, right. getting showing mm. New York as a character versus mm. and not to say John isn't good, but like for me, I think of California when I think of him. I think mm. of mm-hmm. a specific aesthetic, and I don't know that it would have. I'm sure it would have done well, but I don't. I think Mario probably would have done better. Yeah, too. Mario than people's definitely. Yeah. Okay. All right. That sounds yeah. pretty good. But fuck them. I mean, nigga, get the fuck out of here. That's why. See, hold up, Cole. Let me wrap for just a second. This Please do. Please do. I, I want you to. I don't understand why people. I, I just, see, black culture is popular. Black people are not. Whenever it comes mm-hmm. down to black people trying to do anything, it could be a yoga studio, it could be a fucking ice cream shop, it could be trying to fucking make a movie, there's always so much bullshit and red tape and fucking fragile whiteness that we have to deal with on so many levels, systemically, interpersonally, all of that, that it gets so fucking frustrating. Mm-hmm. Wesley Snipes, in his decision-making, has altered the the landscape of movies for the past 21 years. If you think of all the movies you listed before, Cole, in addition to um, all of the animated stuff, animated comic book shows like uh, uh, Spider-Man, X-Men, Superman, and Batman were taken seriously, but they were regulated to childlike stuff. This man has taken a comic book character that is, for all intents and purposes, a comic character for kids, made it rated R, changed the tone when niggas tried to make this a comedy, and now Mm -hmm. we got X-Men. Now we got the MCU. Now we got DC doing some of this. I don't think we would have gotten the Justice League we got um, today if this shit was a comedy. And I say that because this is the movie that did it. Yes, Spawn was there, but Spawn was mm-hmm. also an indie um an indie comic book. It wasn't right. one of the big two. It's big not the ones. one with the with the money bankrolling the shit like mm-hmm. the way DC and Marvel does. So it just frustrates me when now that blackness like Black Panther and other like Wanda um Monica and WandaVision, little black token people that pop up here and there. Now that this shit is popular, people can look back and say, oh, yeah, you know, what's this time did X, Y, and Z? But it's like these fucking fanboys and girls be so riled up with their head up their own ass that when you mention what about Black Panther being like this big movie like Blade, I think it would have... I don't know if it would have helped in the way that Blade is, because Blade is, for all intents and purposes, a beastly, non-human black man. Where Black Panther is a royal black man from this uh, Zamunda-ass country, so I don't know if... I don't know. I feel like I'm about to start rambling, but I just hate that you're not giving this man his just due, his flowers, for shaping what all these... Most of these niggas then grew up watching since they were in middle school, Mm -hmm. but... A fucking comedy, kiss my ass, nigga. Right. That's, yeah, that is a disgrace, man. Yeah. <sighs> but I'm done. <laughs>
No, man, I, I agree. I think a lot of times people, I think a lot of times people want to give Iron Man the props, and I understand why because it was modern movie making being done with Iron Man. But, like, nobody ever wanted to really give Blade his props until later on when people actually yep. started appreciating the movies and they look at the sequels yep. and be like, well, the sequels kind of suck. Well, like, nigga, he was that? getting a it check. Matter. Right. Like, it don't fucking matter. Like, Thor was not great. <laughs> Every iteration of Thor is not great. Right. See, that's my other Three. issue. White niggas always are able to fail up, be mediocre, and still cash a fucking check. I don't give a damn if there Real were 12 Blade movies and they all suck. So fucking what? This black man is making his goddamn money. Somebody made money. I don't give a fuck what you say. I mean, Studio Batman's man. still out here. Look at Batman. With the nipple costume? What was that, from 92? And you about to yep. tell me that, like, no, fuck all that, bro. Like, no, no. Fuck him. And they about, and they about to redo it. <laughs> man, yeah, that nigga, he, he, man, they can make this motherfucker... Do blackface and niggas still gonna be all over him. So I don't man, fuck Bruce, bitch ass. But yeah. He's just he's just the mammy Batman. It's it's a different universe, you guys. Oh, I hate that nigga. Shit. I hate him. I just what if Batman was asleep? I think a lot of I think a lot of people, y'all, you're crazy. I think a lot of people appreciate Blade, but they don't it, until here recently, and this is for me. Well, they never gave they never gave Blade the the prop the props that it deserves. Yeah. Um, they never gave Blade the the uh, acknowledgement that it deserves for being the first successful Marvel movie. And I think that's that. Like Rain said, that's a trap. That's a travesty of justice when you sit up here and you don't give that. We give it the we give it the props because we black folks. Of course we do, and we love Western Snipes. Man, but. Man, but to, to but to to not give this movie the props that it, it and it took so long for them to even think about giving doing it yeah. a new re, doing a reboot for it and putting it in the Marvel universe, which yep. is something that we'll go over later on. Um, mm-hmm. <sighs> I didn't know it was gonna be so. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, gonna, I didn't know it was going to be so heavy this episode. Hey, no, they fucking up. They fucking up. Ten to, I fucking hate that. It really mm. burns me up. I don't know what the contracts were looking like back then, but it is criminal that this shit is not on Disney Plus. Not like I, so I don't know the details though. Maybe they can't put it on Disney. Plus, well, I think because like, it's rated. I think they try to stay away from rated R stuff. I don't give a fuck. nigga. Fuck that. They went and got a Max. There's a Punisher Max and there's a Jessica Jones Max. Find a way to make that shit translate over into you know, visual or whatever. If you got, you know it, uh, what they're probably going to do because you know Disney still technically owns Hulu. That's what they're probably because that's how they're getting around the Alien situation. Because everybody's like, mm. "Well, how are y'all going to make Alien?" Well, Blade like, oh, Blade's cool. currently on HBO Max. Right, it is on HBO Max, but Aliens is on or Aliens. That's how they're getting around it. Is they're putting the new Alien shit on Hulu. And so that's what they'll probably end up doing with Blade is like when they're like, all right, we have that property full on back from those other because I, I think that's why it's on HBO Max is it's still under contract or whatever. That's what they're probably gonna do is just put it on Hulu and just like really reiterate. But I feel you, like I feel the same way. Like I I think Disney should just go ahead because you're getting all these properties. You might as well just like, all right, look, we're usually for kids, but here's this one section that's just all our like radar stuff. Just go just ahead. Have a fucking second login, like a chip. A- Child, parent. So, because I mean, listen, we all remember, uh, was it Songs of the South? 
You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it just happened to not be on Disney Plus. So come on, like, sure. They'll never put that. Shit. Yeah, that movie. That movie. <laughs> that, movie that movie disappeared a long yeah. time ago. It starts the Fantasia. You remember the uh, Fantasia with the little yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, Magically cut that out and yeah, like well, I most definitely want to make sure I give Blade his props for opening up for the X-Men movie. Because X-Men and Spider-Man came right after this and everything yeah. started the ball started. Man, rolling. The X-Men movies weren't good, but yeah, no, no. Well, we ain't talking <laughs> about it. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, yeah. All sites. Okay. All right. <laughs> so now it's movie nerd time. So Blade again opened up August 21st, 1998. It was a domestic growth. It grossed. I didn't get the budget on this, but it grossed $70 million. It's first is opening weekend. Um, it, it, its uh, international box office was sixty one million, and worldwide it grossed a uh, hundred and thirty one million dollars. There we go. So the first week wow. that Blade came out, it opened up at number one, and it beat out Saving Private Ryan. Um, oh wow! And white people love that movie. Mm-hmm. So, so your your top five movies Man. for that weekend was Blade, Saving Private Ryan, There's Something About Mary, How Stella Got a Groove Back, and mm. Snake Eyes, uh, Nicolas Cage. Oh okay, yeah. Saw three of those. Um, those are some heavy hitting movies. <clears throat> I oh, remember yeah. there's there's something about Mary was a huge movie. Um, yeah, that was been a Ben Stiller mis- uh, machine. Um, Save a Proper Wine, like you said, white people love that movie. Love it. I didn't know Hostelli got. I mean, Hostelli got a groove back. Wasn't didn't open that weekend. I think it was previously number two the week before. Yeah. And good lord, <laughs> but they yeah. came. They came out the box, man. Um, I think opening weekend was like seventeen million dollars. So we gonna come out to see. We gonna come out to see some. We gonna come out to see some movies. But you know what? Another thing that I think Blade had working for it is that it was a vampire movie. Like I think Hmm. that in and of itself. I think about that, and I don't know if we're gonna get to this later. But you mentioned the comedy aspect where they wanted to, and I could see comedy in this movie, but I saw it more as camp. Like black exploitation mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. that vampire kind of overlay, and um, that that's what it gave me. It felt very much Matrix. It felt very much um, what I have here: uh, Matrix, uh, True Blood, uh, mm-hmm. Fifth Element. It had those mm-hmm. campy uh, aspects to it, like with the sound effects and shit. Where I could see this being a comedy, I wouldn't want that. But yeah, I think because it's a vampire film and it's Wesley Snipes, white people loved him back then too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Vampires in your token Negro. That's I mean, that's the <laughs> recipe for success. <laughs> you know? I think they went I think they pushed more. I think a lot of this movie had a had, I think a lot of the soundtrack, which was a lot of house music pushed um was helping uh, with that. Techno. Uh yeah, the techno, techno stuff yeah. at that time of of um ninety eight. I think just how they were pushing it, the stuff that they were pushing behind that movie, I think people wanted really wanted to see what was going to go out. And I feel like black people really supported this movie when it came out. Oh, for out. sure. Again, I was <laughs> not supposed to watch this movie. My mama took me to the theater. So, yeah. <laughs> we going to go watch Blade. 14 and 15 and like, 
not only did we watch this movie, but we also bought a DVD. We thought that was the greatest. Thing. Bootleg over oh here. Oh Boot, bootleg, bootleg City. Bootleg, bootleg City over here. Yeah, we had the bootleg VHS, <laughs> nigga. Yeah. yeah. We ain't, we ain't going to no theater. We just wait. Right I got yeah. the new blade. I got the new blade. Like, nigga, we just saw that shit. It just premiered. I know. I was with y'all. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, Wesley fucking, like, I, I whatever. I'll wait. I'll Glad you're on that because that's where we're going next. So, okay, cool. when uh, David S. Gory p- first pitched the idea of doing the Blade movie, felt like it was only three actors that could possibly play the role of Blade. I don't know how this would have worked. So of no, course, hold on, hold on, calm you down, know. give me a second. <laughs> so Wesley Snipes, of course, Denzel Washington, and Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, those, Damn. those Lawrence were Fishburne? those were the three that were up for the role. Goya was like Snipes is perfect, um, because yeah. Snipes actually yeah. had the martial arts background. Snipe, Snipes, Snipes, uh, uh, just he was he was really coming off of a nice. Like run, and then there's one more guy. I'm sorry, I, I missed one guy. It was one more guy that was also interested in the role. LL Cool J. You know what? You can keep everything <laughs> that. Ultimate universe. LL Cool J was up for the. He was interested in the role that we're thinking about yo, casting him also. Yo. Worst things out tonight. Like what? So who what out of all those all those actors that I named, could there have been anybody else? It looks like you guys, Rockman, who who other than Whistler Snipes, out of those guys that I named, made you excited about being Blade? You know I gotta go with my boy, because Denzel Washington. Because Denzel Washington would have like romanced the stone out of those fucking vampires by giving them the the greatest speech ever. It's like, yeah. you coming up in here in my lair? You gonna do this to me? <laughs> I'm gonna kill all you bitches. Like, especially, uh, can you imagine if Wesker died? And he's just like, okay, okay, okay. I'm killing every one of you blood suckers tonight. Your your Denzel is horrible. Never <laughs> do that is, again. It is. Leroy Ketchum oh. is your better one. Shout out to him. But like, oh my it's, God. yeah, no, nah, he would have been righteous. It would have been righteous kills all over the place. Mm. Oh, they got it. That would probably would have forced Denzel Washington though to become a martial artist, and that would have been the most trifecta of black cinema. Do you understand? Mm. Like, man, Fallen would have been a completely different film oh had he been played. <laughs> Rain, what about you? Was there any other actors you that I named that that you would have been be, um, interested to see Lawrence Fishburne? Because I'm thinking he still had the the body from Boys in the Hood. Mm. So he was still, and I only mentioned that not to be, you know, gross, whatever, but he still had that youthful look. He had done a lot. And much like Wesley Snipes, he had done different types of roles. Mm. Uh, Just two off the top is Boys in the Hood and then Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse. And I bring that up because, like, the range that you have to have. Yeah, like, to that man acts his asshole. Yeah, he does, and everything. So I think he would have been. And then we also see him as Morpheus and see the energy he gives off there. Mm-hmm. I think he would have done a good blade. In and, my um, lifetime, I've seen. I'm sorry, to cut you off. In my lifetime, I've seen Lawrence Fishburne be Cornbread, Ike Turner, and Morpheus. My guy, <laughs> there you go. Range is out of this world. There I'm you saying, go. Like he, he, he has it, and I think 
off the top of my head, he would have been the best next person mm. because of his different roles that he's taken. Like for Wesley to have been Noxima Jackson and Blade and do both of them very well, it's yeah. like, mm. come on. So I think I think Lawrence uh would have been an interesting, interesting cast. Yeah, after seeing I gotta agree with Rain. After seeing Lawrence Fishburne be, be um Morpheus in The Matrix. I really feel like he would have played a pretty good blade. I don't think the action scenes would have been as good. But I really think like his acting prowess would have really made like Blade be he would have been just as good as Wesley. We just wouldn't have got a lot of action like we did with Wesley Snipes cuz I just love that Wesley Snipes does martial arts and he's able to yeah. do the the action scenes. I mean, he, he beat everyone's ass in this movie. <laughs> no, I mean, everybody. Everybody. That's actually, I'm going to get to that in a minute, but that's one of my like things. When we have the category, that's one of my things. Right. It's like, he just came in the room. Just, so, he, oh, go ahead. <laughs> No, go no, ahead. I'm, right? I'm, just saying, I'm, I'm happy that we got who we got because, again, right. black people, uh, we're talking to y'all, the colorism that we have in a lot of properties, having Wesley's dark ass in this, like that, to me, I think Lawrence would have done very well, but I'm happy that Wesley is the one mm-hmm. who yeah. took on that role. And I think with him being executive producer, which is some other uh, movie nerd notes that I'm going to go over, um, he, he pushed a lot of things forward. Um, so we were talking about Deacon Frost. Deacon Frost was a, a bad guy on here that we just did not like. It was another guy that was up for the role of Deacon Frost. Mm. And we didn't get him because he wanted to, he opted out to do another movie. Could you guys kind of, do you think who, could you guess? Please don't tell me Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise did everything in the 90s. Um, what's the nigga that like, all right, all right. I think Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. Now, mm. I actually no. said he would be a better Deep Frost. That was actually you did mm. say that. You did mm. say that. I was like, he'd be a better. Mm. Wait, when did the Lincoln lawyer come out? Because I'm thinking. No, that was 2000. Ooh, that was 2000. Yeah, that was 2000. Oh, damn. 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 Yeah. You know, you get old, kids. Shit start blending together. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't want to say Nick Cage. Because I know he was supposed to be super. Oh, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, Nicholas Cage. They got him to play everything. Y'all are so wrong. And it. Nick Nolte? It blew my mind. No, no, no. It blew my mind, too. So, originally, the role of Deacon Frost was offered to Jet Li. Wow, nigga. Oh, nigga, what, nigga? What? That would have been, bro. What? I don't know. Him and Wesley, <laughs> I don't know. He probably would have whooped Wesley's ass a couple times. <laughs> nigga, I would have cheered him on. Are you At the same what? time, at the same he time, he was, he was offered the role of Lethal Weapon 4, and he chose to go with Lethal Weapon 4 instead oh, of doing Blade. Bro. Brett, if, okay, look, look. I'm just gonna say right now, hot take. If Jetley would have been in Blade, Blade would have been a great movie. Ever. It would have, it would have. That would have just been Wesley Snipes. Like, cause you know, back then you could never get because that's why Triple Threat is such a big deal in the movie cinemas. You never got Michael J. White, Wesley Snipes, mm-hmm. um, the guy from Bloodman. I can't remember the the white guy's name, but he was a good action hero. Jetley, Jackie Chan. Any of like the the three like Charlie on Fat like back then they were the three like top Hong Kong dudes to get mm. and like you never saw them in the same field so to see two great martial artists like Wesley Snipes and Jet Li oh that fight scene in the cat like the little like cave the, oh, the end yeah the end Legendary. the end the the end game would have been 
crazy. I, oh. I I I think that that would have been a well diverse cast if they would have got Jet Li to be Deacon it Frost. Perfect. <laughs> and, and you know what? You know what? It would have been perfect because when I was watching this, I was like, this cast is actually more diverse than I expected, like extras mm-hmm. and everybody. But we do get an Asian element that I feel like wasn't fleshed out enough. Now it was 99 and this was a long ass movie with a lot of uh, uh, plot beats in it. But for the amount of Asian representation just on film, if this nigga had been gen- oh boy, that boy, come on. That man, yeah. that come on. Like- yeah. Nigga, that's Man. my that's my recast. I'm just saying, you know, that's my. That's our last. So when we get to the, we gotta get to when we get to the. Yeah, I would have enjoyed this movie a whole lot more if Jet Li would have been oh, Deacon Frost. Yeah, what? What? And Jet Li was just coming off of stuff like Black Mask, which was totally well, dope. Lethal Weapon Four. Tom and China. If I if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, Lethal Weapon Four was like really like his first. Um, yeah. American American um, movie, if I'm not mistaken. So, mm-hmm. <sighs> what a movie that would have been! So, Karen, which is the woman that is the yes. sidekick with Blade, was originally supposed to be white. I can see that, and I can very much see that. Wesley Snipes. Wow. Now, this is what I. This is what I. This is this is what what when my research what it said. They said Wesley Snipes strongly encouraged them to make her a black actress. <laughs> No, god damn it. No, that's what he said. Yeah, they locked, they locked him in the room with the casting director. That dude came out with like a black eye so real. So, hey, hey, let's, so, let's I'm, think about recasting. Let's just, you know, I'm pretty sure Yo. Wesley Snipes was like, if y'all don't get a black woman in here, that's how we got uh, Nabunya right. Um, but they were gonna cast yes. a white actress, and, and Winston Snipes was like, "We we not doing that." So see, that's that's what I'm saying. Like if you just little shit like that, like that really pisses me off. Not that she was supposed to be white, because whatever is 98, but mm-hmm. the, like little shit like that that is very ah fucking mm-hmm. crucial. Like imagine being a fucking 14 year old in the theater or a nine year old in the theater watching a Black Panther film. Like just watching Blade, this shit was good, but like. Uh, all black, whatever. No, keep right? on going, right? No, nigga, you got me. Preach, brother. Preach. <laughs> Preach it. I'm yeah. glad that they got the. I, I'm. I'm so much more happy that they got a black actor. I don't think this would have worked as a white with a with Karen being a white woman. It just. I don't think so. Either. It wouldn't work for me. And no, you know. So, Michael Morbius was planned to be used as the main antagonist in an Ooh. eventual sequel. But the idea was dropped due uh, due to the fact that the character's rights belonged to Spider-Man Universe, which was licensed to Sony. Um, it was supposed to be a scene at the end on the rooftop. Uh, at the end of the at the end of the movie, you know, they're on the rooftop. There was supposed to be a vampire and standing on that rooftop, yeah. and it was supposed to be Michael Morbius. I think in some, I think there are some copies of the movie yeah there's a copy of the movie you can actually see that scene but mm-hmm. michael okay. morris was, was supposed to be playing for the sequel mm-hmm. so you mean to tell me we got a fucking marvel in credit scene before <laughs> fucking hulk about it. before about it. iron yes. again yes. nigga come on and i remember seeing that scene because basically what happened was blade gets up and like everyone's like oh no there's somebody else and then all you see is long hair and flashing eyes. And the misconception for a long time was, oh, it's Wesker 
because Wesker just died and he turned. Mm. But then it didn't come out till later on, but yeah, that's exactly what it was. It's actually, they're planning for Morbius to come in, but because Morbius was signed on, like you said, to Spider-Man's world, which that I guess that makes sense to me because he does show up in both worlds pretty much a lot. Uh, yeah, Blade, they couldn't dude. do it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, and that's what Blade I was like, all right. Friend. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, say, like, the rights were with Sony, so, you know. Yeah. Sony okay. didn't play well. Right. It, yeah. Okay, this I've been wanting to say that I keep forgetting. The very fact that we got this gritty, good, perfect uh, Iron Man 1 is basically due to the fact that we have Blade. Like, when you got the Marvel got all their fucking property stripped from them and everybody had their hands in different shit. Like, Spider-Man, to me, though some of the movies are good, they're lazy. Because mm-hmm. you have an iconic mm-hmm. character that people know about. With Blade, however, you have somebody who not many people gonna know about. You've revamped mm-hmm. him completely. He don't got that orange and purple fucking goofy-ass costume. This is Blade. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so all black, we get baby. the MCU and they're like, oh, these are the toys they had to play with. These niggas had Blade and mm-hmm. gave us this. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. They had Blade. So, made it work. One of the last things in the movie nerd knowledge, which is probably, and I, I looked and I double checked and I checked again, and apparently this was supposed to happen. So, there was almost a Blade and Underworld movie crossover in the Ooh, early 2000s. What? And Marvel said no. They was in the plans. They had, and what they decided to do was, they said we're going to move forward with trying to figure out a reboot for Blade instead of doing a crossover. What would you have? What would what would you got, Rockman? What you what would you have done if there was a Blade Underworld crossover? Listen, my head would have exploded, sir. With awesomeness, because I would tell you the first three are the only good ones in that whole Underworld series. After that, they're all trash. But like Kate Beckinsale and Wesley Snipes together, oh, it would have been beautiful. It would have been great because, first off, you already have Blade basically after one. We knew it was going to get a sequel because it was just so fucking good. Like, even if Marvel didn't announce it, we were just like, hey, somebody's going to make a sequel to this. But Underworld had such a great, it, it was in the same tone, even though it's two different worlds. Mm-hmm. It was the same darkness, same tones. And, like, it would have been great because what a lot of people don't know is Underworld was like actually. They, they got taken over by World of Darkness because of the whole copyright issue that they, you know, use World of Darkness shit without talking to them. And so they're like, all right, y'all can just have the movie. And they're like, all right, fine. World of Darkness, writing the movie with, with Goya would have been just beautiful because it would have been so dark and edgy because that, 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 those two movies would have been the 90s pinnacle because mm-hmm. that's what the 90s were. It was just like everything was very dark, edgy, and on the edge of your seat. And that would be great. Mm. Rainwood, Maybe special effects would have been better too. Yeah, um, I think it would have again changed the landscape of movies going forward. <laughs> Can you imagine Wesley Snipes? Like now, that's a white woman. I'd be like, okay, be with her. Do whatever y'all are doing. <laughs> oh like, that would make more sense because it's like what? you both are so fucking powerful and important in your own right. Introducing Lycan into the uh, the Blade lore. Um, and the dealers have to go after Blade. What? Like Man. that, I think it would have been. It, I don't think every. Of course, hindsight is twenty twenty. They didn't know what they had because mm, if right. you knew anything, like if you had nerds fucking talking to you, yes, you want that. And I'm gonna even throw in Queen of the Damned in that ring. Like mm. Wesley Snipes, Beckinsale, and Aaliyah, yeah. nigga. What? So you got two badass actors, and then <laughs> this motherfucker that's America's fucking sweetheart, black folks. Like 
rough. If they had to kill Aaliyah, can you imagine them fighting fucking Aaliyah? Bro, and the Voltori, the, the fucking <laughs> vampire council nigga. And then you have Jim Lee be the fucking... We would have so perfect. many interracial babies that were black and Asian for over the next 20 years. We would be sitting here with a motherfucker that's blazing right now. <laughs> like and stuff all around, man. That would have been. Oh man, that would have been the yeah. beginning of blazing, sir. Uh... Hey, oh, that, that right there. No, it, they never the blazed for that. Yeah, <laughs> that. <laughs> Tiger Woods would have been in that fucking movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to have a really quick discussion about Wesley Snipes. Um, so before Blade, this is what we got from Wesley Snipes. We got the fan in. Wait, we got um. We got, yeah, The Fan in 1996. We got Murder 1697. Um, we had U.S. Marshals in 98. And then we had Down in the Delta, which was in 98 also. Post-Blade, what we got was uh, Future Sport, which was a TV movie in 98. Play It to the Bone, which is a 1999 movie. The Art of War, which was a 2000 movie. Disappearing Acts in 2000, which I hope to God we can put on this. We watch this because I love that movie. Um, Disappearing Acts is one of my favorite movies of all time, and Liberty Stand Steals in two thousand two. Um, that was, great. that was a trip. That one was a trip. Is Wesley Snipes appreciated enough? Nope. Rain, go ahead. No, I don't think so. And I'm even going to throw in uh, To Wong Fu, which is the ninety five. Mm-hmm. Again, I bring that up simp not just for the LGBTQ element, but just the very fact that that role was so fucking different from other roles that he's played after. And it's like... My guy was all action before that. And you just see that comedy drama that was just like, what's the yeah. types can act? Like, what? what? Yeah. You know? Like, and, I, and I wonder, and I was trying to look it up, but Google, fuck it with me. If, does Wesley Snipes have theater background? Do you know? To my knowledge, I don't think so. Because this, so. like, his... his uh, I don't think he's appreciated enough. I, I think enough people know his name, but then when you get scandals like the um, tax... Thing that he had going Backs on Asian, that kind of over, overshines which, a lot of your, especially as a black actor, um, a lot of your prestige, I guess. So I don't think he's appreciated enough. Um, yeah, I don't think he's appreciated enough. I don't. Mm. Rock man, should he be one of your favorite actors? Should he be people's one oh, of people's favorite actors? Let me tell you something. I'm gonna tell my children about Leslie Snipes. <laughs> all right, if I ever have children. But no, all all like <laughs> all, all seriousness, he really should because Wesley Snipes was crazy about him. It was really cool. I mean, like put the, the whole tax evasion aside, but how he, which now we found out that Patton Oswalt was making up a lot of shit about what he did on Blade Three set or oh. whatever. But put put all that aside, Wesley Snipes gets into the role of every person he plays. To me, he's right up there with Denzel and with Lawrence Fishburne. It's just back then he was so typecasted. But when he gets outside those roles and gets into it, like for example, when he got into Blade, like he was Blade. Like there was no question in his mind. And like if you've ever read any Blade comic book, he even went a step further and played him almost cooler than what he was in the comics. And that's hard to do because he was Mm. very cool in the comics. Granted, not in the 60s, 70s, but he had that stupid costume. He was still cool. But like he was just so ice cold that like from then on. Like an ultimate and six one six, that's what they modeled. They're like, okay, we're gonna model him after Wesley Snipes played. Yeah. But not only that, even outside of Blade, 
even when he was like stuff like U.S. Marshals, he got into that, that role of being an escape convict. Um, Passenger 57, where he was just like a U.S. Marshal on a plane, you know what I'm saying? And then like New Jack City, where he was, you know, like Nino Brown. The ultimate you know, bad like, guy. You believe that shit? Like, he was, man, like, he was incredible. Even in, um, God, what's the other one? Even in Chirac, when he was like the Cyclone. And even in Coming to America, where he's just like the funny general, like he just gets into the role. Like it, it seems like he's the actor where you say action, and it, that's it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He didn't need any kind of direction. He just goes into it, does it. And it's so incredible because for movies like Blade, for movies like, you know, Coming to America, you need that. And like he kills it, you know what I'm saying? Every time. So I, I absolutely. Now, granted, um, I think he loves Blade a lot, and I really hope Marvel does something for him in this right. new Blade. Like, right. even if it's like, "Yo, I'm also the Universe Blade," I'll take that. You know what I'm saying? Because like, he deserves that. Like, even when he's in Expendables, like that's how great Wesley Snipes is. Even Sylvester Stallone, uh, John Claude Van Damme, all them like '90s action heroes, motherfuckers who don't even like each other because they all got big egos. Even they were just like. We gotta get Wesley Snipes and uh was it Antonio Banderas. We gotta get both of them up oh, in this bitch because yo, they were the guys in the nineties. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think it's important for everybody to know, man, that Wesley Snipes is out here and did so much behind the scenes too. Not only his acting, but for him saying, like, nah, we're gonna keep it to the comic book of Blade is the first ever. Because even these motherfuckers nowadays, like Zach fucking Snyder, is like, mm-hmm. no, I'm gonna do this because I'm gonna be hard. Fuck that motherfucker. But even people like him. You know, trying to go off the like, well, I think Batman should be darker. Whereas, like, was it nice? It's just like, I like the Blade character. This is what you do in the comic. Let's keep it that way. I get it. You want to put your spin on it, but this is how we're going to keep it, keep the movie concise and consistent. So, yeah, absolutely. He's very important. I mean, right up there with the, the major three, like I said, Denzel Washington, Lawrence Fishburne, was the same. So, yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, I really wish that we would give, I'm not saying we don't. But Wesley Snipes is one of my favorite actors, man, because he's been in a lot of my favorite movies. Even now in Coming to America, to me, and I said this, I said he saved that movie. He had a a lot (laughs) of scenes in there that kind of saved that movie from being just completely horrible. And I just feel like um, if you guys don't do anything to, I feel like Marvel most definitely should do something to, um, appreciate him when the new Blade comes out, with no matter what it is, even if it's some type of Stan Lee type of part where he just pops up and be like, hey, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? Or whatever the case may be, um, I think Marvel owes us so much to, and I guess this has ended up becoming a <laughs> Blade appreciation uh, hey. podcast, which is fine hey, with me. Maybe. But, but they owe a lot to this man. And to what he did for this movie and for what he did for the Marvel Universe. And I don't... Un- he, in, 2014, in 2014, he was actually trying to see if he could play Blade again. And we were all lobbying for it. I was like, I'm with it. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. You know and, what I'm saying? Um, it, yeah. I, I, I mentioned uh, in my little live tweet, I was like, they need to do some type of cameo, but I want more than a cameo. Like, give him the treatment you did with Shaft. The nigga that played Shaft. Um, or play Shaft's you know, or or six six give him or yeah. give him give him the treatment that you're giving Michael Keaton in the new Flash movie. Michael yeah. Keaton just signed a deal to be in the yeah, DC he, universe. You know Batman. He he's Batman. He's a uh, Batman, know. and he's supposed to be old man Batman. I think. Well, he's yeah, and that, 
Yeah, that's that's the other thing because uh, it was even mentioned in movie that Blade doesn't age. A- he ages like a human, so you can he can still play Wesley Snipes present day, like twenty years later. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. I'm well, especially now they can totally do it because with the, the yeah. multiverse, hey. He could be Blade from the other universe. I mean, they, they've done it before. 616 versus Ultimate. They could do it again. Like, so. It could be in there. They just marvel. Yeah, you could bring Sonal Lathan back. Like, please do. That was, man, I was watching it. I was like, wait, Sonal Lathan? I'm sorry, I forgot she was in this. Oh, I love Sonal Lathan. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. That would be dope. All right, guys, it's category time. And we're going to start with Rockman, who is the guest. Where did you rewind your most rewatchable scenes? So when I watched it again for this, because I had to, I was like, I got a chance to watch Blade again. Sweet. So I went <laughs> watch Blade again. And I got to say, the most rewatchable part, I didn't rewind it, but I would say if I did rewind it, that would be the part. It's where he literally yeet uh, in mood, like, right? Like her character, Dr. Karen, just throws her across the building. I was like, nobody's going to stop him. Not like he was just beating the shit out of everybody. He's just like the blue like freeze. It's like, Ugh. and he just throws her over there. And I'm like, he literally just threw her like three buildings over into the trash. Wow, he just gonna let him do this? Oh, man, the '90s were different. So that's the part for me because I was just like, that's wow. That because that's a sign of the '90s. Because not only did Wesley Snipes want to get the Blade character right, but he's like, no, Blade has superhuman strength. So watch, Oof. you know, I mean, I mean, he literally. You go back and watch that scene. No other hero has done that yet. He literally threw her with one arm. Mm. He was fighting police and literally threw her over there. Just like, go over there. All right, cool. Be over there in a bit. Is that the only Great. one you got? That is the only one I have. Okay. Yes. The rest of the scenes are cool. Only other scene I'd say I probably won is I like the scene between him and Old Man Wesker when, you know, Wesker's dying. Like, I like that because that Come on, Whistler? dichotomy. Whistler. Why do I say Wesker? Yeah, I was like, like, I was like, like wait a minute. Yeah, like Whiskey. <laughs> yeah, Whisker. Good shit. Good shit. <laughs> um, Whisker, Whistler. Sorry. Whistler. Whisker. Whistler. Thank you. Whistler, the whole time, to- like, the whole dynamic between the two was just this, ah, he's like a son to me or whatever. But, like, that was the more emotional part. But Wesley Snipes played it like how Blade would react. And I thought that was so cool. So, I really enjoyed that. That was another rewindable scene, but definitely the one at the beginning because you just you you get the idea of like, yo, Blade ain't fucking around. Like, so Wesley Snipes just come. Wesley Snipes came into every area kicking everyone's ass, like how Mystical sees himself in the club. That's how Wesley Snipes came into Blade. Hey. Right, <laughs> Rain. What are your most rewatchable scenes from the movie? Oh, I have a few. When Frost threw that Asian girl with that uh, yakky wig across the screen. <laughs> Because I was like, this is a ch- like I get that you're evil. Like, like, nobody is they do anything, they just love plots. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. I was like, nigga, where did you find her? Where was her parents? How are you like that like that that moment? Like not even them fighting and arguing, but him just so in that wig. I was like, what black woman did you get this wig from? That is not that little girl's hair. So that's for sure one of them. Um, what else I have here? Uh, wait, 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 wait! Before you go on, I like the fact that Blade literally did not give a damn. Did oh, not. No. oh no! Oh no! Did not. Yeah, I, first, and no, no. Also, with that, that bus that was not about to stop, that bus sped up when that girl was in the street. I was like, what? What? What the fuck is going on in this movie? But so much shit happened. You didn't really have time to, to really <laughs> sit with it. <laughs> like, Even- 
Even Blake didn't have time for the little girl. He's like, go home. She's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, nigga, okay, sir. Can you take this 4C hair off my head? That also, yeah. da, 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 da. the reveal of Sanaa Lathan, Vanessa's character, because I hadn't seen this movie in so long that when I saw her, right. it genuinely fucked me up that that was her. Especially because Karen's voice, to me, sounded like Sight. Sanaa Lathan's mm-hmm. voice in the whole film. So, mm-hmm. and I was like, maybe that was to confuse us, so we wouldn't. But as soon as I saw her, like, saw her, I was like, oh, nigga, what? same night and Deacon welcomed me into his arms Jesus Christ I thought you'd be happy you're finally being reunited with your mother and you act like this Blade give it up it's over. It belongs to me, buddy. Don't look so surprised. You spent your whole life looking for the vampire who bit your mother. Well, here I am. Who would ever guess you'd survive your mother's death? But you did. And here we are. One big happy fucking family. The other scene is when uh, Vanessa is loading blade into that fifth element machine stone thing mm. and they're talking because even though i come to terms with okay she's in this movie i'm such a mama's boy it was like i'm trying to figure out how do you how do you do this to your son and how mm-hmm. do you side with the vampires mm-hmm. not that they i think they could have fleshed it out more but i'm fine with the amount of explanation we got but i was just like Whoa, like she's really not your mom. Like when she said your mom died years ago or whatever, like I felt that because I was like, God damn. It got a little she... creepy up in there too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, she was definitely finna fuck him. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, whoa, okay, wait a, <laughs> wait a minute, mommy dearest. You poor child. You're so sick. So thirsty. Don't touch me. Eric, look at me. Vampires are my people now. I'm one of them. Can't be. Yes, it can. Try to understand, Eric. Your mother died a long time ago. I've hunted. I've killed. I've enjoyed it. Haven't you? I know you have. 
Sooner or later, the thirst always wins. Oh, so that I like all of that, and I like in in extension to that, I would have rewound the fight between the two of them because it felt so raw. Like you just sucked all this blood out this girl. You pretty much proved your mother right. Mm. She said the thirst will win over, and then now you have to kill her. But then right before you do, she gives you this false motherly speech. Like this, it was. All that shit, I rewind because it's like, oh my god, look at these niggas. Mm-hmm. Um, blame his mom, blame his sacrifice. Now, the one that I rewind that terrified the fuck out of me was that very first opening scene when mm-hmm. those sprinklers came on and they were shooting blood, blood everywhere. Yeah, that was crazy. That is the most terrifying scene to me. I am an adult, I am in my 30s, and still, like, intellectually, I know I'm cool, but like that. <laughs> Watching that at such a young age really fucked me up. Where you look at sprinklers different every time you go anywhere. (laughs) Like I don't. When I was going out to the clubs in college, I would I'd have to know where the exits were. And y'all can laugh. I'm fine with that. But this movie taught me, no nigga, they might not be vampires, but will somebody try to stab you? You know what I'm saying? Like that 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 scene set me up for life. So no, because they they were cutting him. They were cut like when the the, the guy that was the yeah. basically Alice in Wonderland. They were cutting his shit out of him because he was just like, "Am I bleeding? What, what is the, you know?" And right. just, oh, oh, we getting ready to eat you. It's, oh, it's that shit is so terrifying, bro. Right. I'm, so I, that's my biggest rewatchable. Scene. Right. Okay. Wow. I guess we got a lot of the same. I got maybe a couple of different ones. Um, Okay, okay. okay, this is probably cheating, but I don't care. Like the first twenty minutes of this movie, from beginning allow it. up until allow the it. time that they escape from the hospital, is probably Bruh. some of the most exciting stuff that I've seen. I love. The, I forgot that the movie op- had that much action at the beginning. Right. I forgot. The opening. The opening scene. The first twenty minutes of the movie is amazing. From the club to them going to the hospital, where Quinn, uh, Quinn's get up and he's charred to. And then they set up so much stuff. Like, they set up who Blade is. They kind of set up uh, Karen. They set up Karen's boyfriend for a scare later on in the movie. They set up um, Quinn, who is, like, this crazy-ass motherfucker who keeps losing limbs. They set up Blade, and they show it. I love that joke. My, my 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 fucking favorite, probably the favorite, my most favorite scene is when Blade loses his cool and and acts like a nigga and was like, motherfucker, are you crazy? Why are y'all shooting me? Yeah. And I'm like, like shoot me right now. He said, What the fuck are you crazy? <laughs> I came back to finish you off. Get out of my way, you freak! I think that's the only time that, that he got out of character, and I thought that was the. Like, I don't think that was. I don't think that was scripted, nigga. I don't, y'all think that I am Iron Man is something? No, that I think. That I think Winston Snipes was like, wait a minute, <laughs> hold on. He's like, that was the greatest part of the whole movie. 
Um, the scene where Blade is going into the club following the cop where he finds um, Pearl. And I think the whole speech that he, he talks about, you know, when he, when he gives the famous quote, there's something worse out there than vampires. What's that? Me. It's so cliche, but it works for me so much. But that so whole good. sequence where he went in there and so kicked good. his ass and found Pearl, I thought that was a good one. Um, the only good Frost scene, well, it's, it's, it's well, actually, it's two of them. But the scene where Frost kills Dragonette and he plucks out his fangs, and I really wish, I really wish they would have followed up on if that was some kind of vampire lore because he brings the fangs in he throws them on the table and he's like well i'm control now right guys it was so cool um the effects didn't age well but it was so gory when they oh yeah um when he when he when he um exposed him to the sun and he burnt up and it was it was nasty but i really wanted more of that yeah blade and frost meet in the daytime with, with the little asian girl how you doing chief Easy. Wouldn't want our little friend here to wind up on the back of a milk cart now, would we? It's nice to finally meet you, man. I've had my eye on you for years. I know all about you. Your serum, Whistler, everything. Sunblack. Hey, it's a start, right? The goal, of course, is to be like you. Daywalker. You got the best of both worlds, don't you? All our strengths, none of our weaknesses. Well, maybe I don't see it that way. Oh, so it's back to pretending we're human again? Come on, spare me the Uncle Tom routine, okay? You can't keep denying what you are, man. You think the humans will ever accept a half-breed like you? They can't. They're afraid of you. And they should be. You're an animal. You're a fucking maniac. Look at them. They're cattle. Pieces of meat. What difference does it make how their world ends? Plague, war, famine. Morality doesn't even enter into it. We're just a function of natural selection, man. The new race. Looks like your mascara's running. I'm offering you a truce. I want you with us. What do you think, I'm stupid? Ore dane prota ochano. Sisnu praga o prota umpano. You familiar with the blood god? Frost. You're nothing to me but another dead vampire. You're an idiot, you know that? I came down here offering you an easy way out, and you spit it right back in my fucking face. Careful! What do I care? They're nothing but cattle. Just like you said. If you want to take the hard road, be my guest, pal. But I promise you, by the time this is over, you're gonna wish they never cut you from your mother's womb. So the whole, so this is the first time <laughs> I'm trying to go a little bit before that because 
I like the I like this the back and forth because this is this is Blade's first time meeting Deacon Frost, and it was pretty cool. To, he's like, "Yo, I'm trying to make a truce with you. I'm trying to I'm trying to bring you up." And Blade was like, "No, nah, man, I'm going to kill you." And then he throws a little Asian girl in front of the bus. It's like you gotta you gotta pick one. And little Asian, and I'm like, "You Ray, like, where are your parents? Hey, why are you out here by yourself?" Yes. Like that, that well, I tell you, what it was that was part of the daughter of one of the cameramen or something. Because there's no, that's the last like, my, my daughter's seven; she can do it. It was all like. Now imagine, oh. imagine Jet Li doing that. Oh, oh, oh that would have oh. been terrible. Oh, 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 oh. we can't do uh, Asian on Asian crime. Um, yeah, I got and, one and my last one. Um, so I don't necessarily like the fight between Deacon Frost and Blade at the end, but I like the fight that he does. Like when he gets with Karen, Karen says, here, like, just take my blood. And he sucks her blood and he's fully regenerated. The fight up until the Deacon Frost fight was so the stuff that he the fights that he was doing, like the <laughs> the one part where he's kicking with this other black dude and they just kicking around each other. I'm like, yeah, somebody I was like, is somebody gonna hit somebody else? I'm like, what y'all doing? Yeah. <laughs> but he Showing whooped off. everybody's ass and it was so good. It was like that fight was so much better than what we got at the end of the movie with him and Frost. Like him and Deacon Frost fight was so short and so terrible. But that everything that led up to that, from the time that he got re- he he drunk uh, Karen's blood and regenerating himself and went out and was whooping ass, I freaking love that scene. So those are my wo- mo- most rewatchable scenes. You had another one, Rain? Yeah, and it's very small. Um, when. And I'm probably gonna like patch two scenes together, but when Blade and Karen were in that um, history room with all those yeah. old, uh, oh, and the that, that black yeah. girl, when him and that little black girl got the fighting, he was like, that was cool. That, that was the first time that I can remember, especially <laughs> as a child, seeing a child fighting an adult mm-hmm. in a way that was serious. And like mm-hmm. we saw her before, and of course she was the vampire, mm-hmm. but. In my head, I was thinking, how do kids become vampires? Like, uh, do you bite a kid? Like, why would you bite a kid? And then if you do, why do you keep them around? But something about her, like, sneaking around like a child and then just showing up and then him letting his guard down. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I have to think this part of it is because she was black. Yeah. And she's got the whoop in his ass. Like, that, that I, I cool. like that. It wasn't mm-hmm. huge. It was a small part of that scene, but I really enjoyed that. Mm. Mm. That was good. Good. Good deal. All right. Next uh, next category, on their way up or down. Let me start this off really quick and just say um, Nabouche right on her way down. <laughs> that was Karen. Oh, that was Karen. Oh, no, yeah, I haven't seen her since. I haven't seen her in anything since that. And I think this was like it. She she, she started doing she, she started she started doing yeah she did some TV but she started after this she started doing I had the list and I didn't save it but she started doing like straight to video movies after this mm-hmm. and just kind of faded away from acting after a little while she had a weird career and I just <laughs> I thought I would see more of her I remember her from I think before this she was in Dead Presidents which I thought her role in Dead Presidents mm-hmm. was really legitimate too. She has yep. some legitimate roles. I don't know what happened to her. I think I get maybe the 90s kind of kind of ate her up. Black women. You know what I'm saying? So, um yeah, she was also in Fresh. She was the addicted sister mm-hmm. of uh, Fresh. Yeah. 
So that's really the only person I got for that category. Um, Rockman? I got to say, so not just because, you know, I love Leslie Snipes, but this is definitely the apex for him. Like, it's like, I spicy talk, I know, but like the rest of this stuff, like Art of War was not good. Like, and it wasn't his fault. It just wasn't a good spy movie because they tried to base it. Anyway, it just wasn't good. But like all the rest of his stuff, sadly, didn't hit. And it's not because of him. Because that's around the time he did taxes after mm-hmm. Art of War is when the tax evasion hit. And we didn't see anything of them. And a lot of the other stuff he had to do was straight to film or straight to uh, DVD, straight to whatever. Which he had some classes on those too. But it's just he wasn't advertised enough. So for him, Blade was like kind of it. And even like uh, when he got out and he was writing the book, like he basically wrote his his hero was basically Blade, but mm-hmm. just not, you know. So I think this is the highlight for him, but not because of anything he did. Like it's just basically like. You know, the tax evasion thing, and then with roles he had to accept, kind of like what Nicolas Cage got into. Mm. It's just one of those things where it's like, all right, I have to do whatever. Um, my only other person that this was, this was really like all we're gonna see him in and fuck him is Steven Dorff. <laughs> Deacon Frost is the highest shit he got. Then his motherfucker got the nerves up there and complain about Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow. Fuck him. Um, hey, yeah, so, I know. Wow, <laughs> tell us how you really feel. It is, man, like, because he, he is. Dick, but like that's really about it. Everybody else, me, you know, right, so. right, Rain. Um, I say Quinn, and Quinn was I want to say on his way up, and I say up because he's white. Because <laughs> what he did after that, because <laughs> they can just be, they can just do regular, ass shit. but there is uh, a show, and I'm trying to find it, but I know him from that. The actor is he was playing a dad or uh, something. Yeah, Dan, yeah Donald, Donald Donald Lowe. Lowe. Lowe at home. Was that no, not blonde wife? It was, it was a it was a fox it was a fox show that he was on. It was a fox and show, and I cannot I like when I saw him, I was like, why does nigga feel so familiar? And I'm trying, I'm looking through his shit, trying to find it. Yeah. But he did a lot. He was consistently working, and it may not have been like these huge um, box office movies and shit. But I think that for a white man coming off of Blade. Mm-hmm. and still having that consistent run, when a lot of your black peers weren't getting the same. Um, mm-hmm. um, same op- options, opportunities, mm-hmm. and because you know, watch whiteness work. This nigga, and I'm not shaming him for being watch, white and keeping the job. Watch but, whiteness like, work out of out of all the of triple these people, w, the triple you know, dubs, baby. He, this nigga, you know, he did it. He was on, you know, Law and Order. Um, I mean, hey, it was Matt House, Damon. Look um, at Matt Damon. Stumptown. Like he he did a lot, and he's familiar enough that out of all of the white folks on screen, he's the one that, like, I felt I was like, oh, I know this nigga, but why mm-hmm. do I know him? Mm-hmm. And I could see him with a blonde white woman that's a little she's not fat, but she's a little thicker, and I cannot remember the show. It's gonna piss me mm-hmm. off, but I think um I think he, I say was on to come up, but like because he didn't do movies like a steady. He came up a little bit, but like it was just steady work. Mm, yeah, translate mm-hmm. that. He got but steady yeah, work. Thinking, yeah, that's that's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the next so me off now because I could see. Did her. you have anybody else while you looking? Oh, um, not Sonal Lathan on the way up. I mean, hell, she was still yeah. doing shit. Yeah, she was you know, and then black stuff. movies hit in the two thousands when we got a lot of black movies, like a lot. Of black, mm-hmm. 
that's uh, weddings and funerals and fucking vacations. That was all black movies. So I think that um I think she was on the way up because hell now she's she's the house on that. White folks mm-hmm. know something like that. Rain mm-hmm. Donald Long and like he's actually uh the dude from Gotham. Yeah, that's, that's what he's on now. Yeah, and, yeah, he was uh, grounded for life. That's what it that's was. That's what the fuck it is. God damn. Woo. Thank yeah, you. Grounded for life. Was gonna, yeah. This was gone. Never Ooh. seen either one of them. But see, I didn't always have cable. So funny. So funny. I had uh, yeah. Is it Log? 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 It's Log because he's like yeah. French, I think. Oh. So. We we yeah, probably I, it's move just that woman. Just that woman. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I hate. That was, <laughs> that was my jam too. The next, okay. you're so terrible. <laughs> next category, I want that damn Oscar. Now look, the the original reason behind this fucking category was to talk bad about people who are overacting, uh, which I'm going to stick with that because we've kind of made it into a, actually a good category. But yeah. this week is going to be bad. So for me, overacting, Donald Logue, um, Quinn, he really? got on my fucking nerves. Oh. Hey, hey! Nice one. Well, well, well. You took my arm, man. Remember? But it's cool. I got a new one. <laughs> I think I'll ever play piano again. <laughs> you can slice him. You can dice him, but the Quinn man just keeps on coming. Check it out. I've got his pig sticker. <laughs> you fuck up, Grease! <laughs> fuck up! I got his pig sticker! Oh. You're just full of surprises. Ain't you cheap? Sweetness, because I'm not finished with you yet. Looky here, silver. Nice craftsmanship, huh? Probably cost you a pretty penny. Now this here is a man who takes his job just a little too seriously, don't you think? Come to think of a blade, I owe you one. Actually, if you want to get technical blade, I owe you two. Man. He got all, you took you took my hand. I don't know which hand I'm gonna use to to to, to cut you with, man. Oh, you! Oh, it looks like I'm gonna stake oh, you in the heart. Looks like you got a little. Look like you got a little long in the tooth. Hey, that was funny, right? Just everything about this dude was too much. He was just too much for me. I'm like, turn it down, my nigga. Like, turn it down a little bit. You are way over. You just going too far, and I need you to chill. Like, I get what the character was supposed to be. But he was just doing the most for me. He just did the most, and I was not feeling it. So Quinn, Donald Logue just got on my nerves as Quinn. He just, he just, I got, he he got on my nerves. He was too much. I think that was was white niggas in movies back then. You see hackers? (laughs) Yes, but. Like that, that's the shit. 
Like, so for me, I was like, shit, this is right on brand for white niggas. Listen up, Matthew, uh, Matthew Lillard and all that. Yeah, oh, like oh. that was very, so I was like, yeah, this oh, God, is so no, man, I needed so that dude to turn it down to like seven or five or something. He was getting on my nerves. Which hand should I cut you with, Blade? We're trying to kick your ass. Oh, I should stick this stub up your ass. And I was, I was like, chill the fuck out. <laughs> Rain, who was your, I want that Oscar. Who was, who was under that? Deacon Frost. I felt like he was overacting. Yeah, because when it came to shit like, like him arguing with Karen about, oh, when the blood guy gets you, we're gonna do this and we're gonna, we're gonna get you, nigga. And how you gonna? <laughs> Wait, he didn't say not nigga. He didn't uh, say nigga. Nah, but that's pull your say. mic up a little bit. You, you little gonna like... get you, Jigaboo. No, I didn't. He didn't say nothing racist, man. Hold on. Nah, fam, you could tell <laughs> the energy was off. <laughs> He said one scene that was racist. He, it was something like him and Blade was just sitting there. I was like, "Wow, he could not say that today." And I forgot what it was. It was it was like probably scene. Nigger. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was something like dumb. And I was like, "Yeah, no." But I didn't. I didn't like him. I think when it came to his oh big villain like speeches throughout the movie, I don't think he did a good Eric's job. Fun. It felt very. It felt like he thought he was giving an Oscar worthy uh, performance, yeah, but like fucking Steven Dorff. Mm-hmm. Like him talking to the twelve, which I don't know how the fuck they let this nigga take them. But when he was talking to the twelve uh, elders or whatever, and yeah, get them in front of this, and we're gonna like it. Just I didn't. Every issue you had with Quinn, I had like similar issues with um, Frost when it was time to give those speeches. Oh my god! That, that fuck nigga. him. Just the, that nigga was weird. He just called him a nigga, Jingle. Yes. I, I didn't like him, man. He just I know, but he, he wasn't convincing. Like, he didn't no, say nigga. <laughs> he didn't, but he wanted to. He was like, ah, oh, you fucking bald head scallywag. That's not even your real hair. Let me touch it. And I was like, damn, nigga, you just like alone. But yeah, but he was like, he was giving them like, I felt, I felt like, even though I didn't like him, a lot of that falls on the movie and not oh, necessarily him because I don't think the movie oh, did a Jesus. good job at setting him up to be as um, menacing as he yeah. should have been. Yeah. When Quinn was on the couch with those two um, bitches, as he called it, um, he's like, yeah, I know him. You know, I know Frost, whatever. Like, they try to make him be cool. Where I'm like, no, Wesley Snipes mm-hmm. was cool. Karen was yeah. cool. Hell, yeah. Wesley Karen. was cool. Yeah. This nigga is not cool. Like, yeah. to who? Dawson's Creek cast? Because, uh, nah. Nah, Frost. <laughs> So, yeah, fuck Frost. <laughs> Hell, he wants that damn uh, Oscar. He okay. Rockman, did we get yours already? No, not yet. So, I thought it was the good way, but since you... No, you can, no, now, no, no. You can do it good or bad. It, it doesn't matter. Like, at okay. first, it was supposed to be a bad category, but here in the past few episodes, we've actually been giving props on this. Good. So, <laughs> right, whichever well, way well, you want to go with it. If you got a good, well, it's cool. It's definitely taking... If it was going bad way, I definitely agree. Rain is taking all my explanations. But the good way, I gotta say, what's the same? That motherfucker said, I'm Blade, motherfuckers. I am out here. Y'all gonna respect Blade. Don't let you be a vampire in these streets. I'm going, I'm coming after you. It's like, yeah. all right, man, like, chill out. Like, even when there was a time, there was one part of the movie where Blade literally shows up and just tells Karen to get the fuck out of his car. All right, get out. Yeah. See you later. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. 
<laughs> that nigga was mean. Like, that nigga was wild out here. And he's just like, get out. Get your gun. Good luck. If you got any sense, you get out of this fucking city. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. God. Damn. Oh, my God. That man wanted to die. But Blaze is like, bitch, out my, bitch, the car door. Like, there you go. I'm like, all right. Cool. Okay. Yeah, now, shout out to him. He should have got an Oscar for that. I mean, superheroes still getting Oscar stubs now, except for when they tried to, like, oh, we love Chadwick Boseman. Fuck them. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, back then, if superheroes would have got, like, action, like, recognition, oh, yeah, it would have been him because yeah. played the shit out of that part. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I don't know if I put this in your run sheet. I'm just here for the check award. Ooh, um, so oh. let me, so let me, let me, let me do this. <laughs> Cause okay. maybe, maybe we got things a little confused. I put Steven Dorff as Frost as I'm just here for the check. He was mm-hmm. so boring. I think, no, what I'm saying is to me, Steven Dorff didn't really act in this movie. To me, he was just there to get a paycheck and just play white man. Like to me, that was that was who Frost was. I'm white man. I'm a white man who wants to take over my own kind, and I want to kill Blade too. So he didn't act. He was boring. He was very vanilla. I did not like Frost. I thought Frost was a very bland villain. So that's why I'm like, I'm just here for the check. He didn't show up to act at all to me. He just came in and was like, I'm just gonna be myself. So that's that's what I think. Who deserves that award? Rockman, you got very excited. Mm. Who who just mm. showed up for I, the check? I, I think I got both of y'all beat on this one, man. So I, I did some research, all right? And I, I watched this movie a few times, much like both of all of us, all three of us. And um, people phoning in, man, are the people in the background. Because, look, these motherfuckers <laughs> reacted to the whole movie like GTA bystanders. I'm, I'm on God. Like, it was like like one part, Blade just ran up and started shooting. They were like, oh, and then people literally just kept walking. I was like, wait a minute. And then when the mm. child, when the child got thrown into the bus, nobody stopped to help. No, nobody. It was like, they were just like, y'all see what's going on? Nope, that's Blade. I ain't trying to get no shit. Is that Deacon Frost? <laughs> Fuck that. But it's all the time. And like, you even, like, when they did the whole, like, dark blur of the 90s where they're trying to do the fast transition scene, mm. nobody gave a fuck. Newsmakers were flying in the backgrounds and shit, and everybody's just like, oh. Cool, Blade just yeeted somebody. All right, well, you know. And hey, let's see what these chicken dumplings like. Like hey. they phoned it in. Like when I think the director just forgot to give them. He was just like, "Y'all just stand here and just don't do shit." And they were like, "All right." <laughs> they just walked around. Like the whole thing felt like a GTA video game because it's mm. like Blade could run with the crowd shooting. Everybody be like, "Oh," <laughs> and that's it. And you'd be like. There are two vampires fighting. Somebody's starting to ash over there. They no, don't know that they're really? vampires. Nobody's going to do anything? We just go, oh, okay. All right, cool. And then, like, everybody else is also forgetting the fact that Blade, when he, going back to the part where he threw Karen out of his car, this nigga was in the middle of sidewalks. He wasn't on the street. He was just, Burr. all right, bitch, get out. <laughs> oh, shit, it's Blade. <laughs> That's it. So for me, yeah. they folded in because everybody else, at least they had parts, they had to show emotion and shit. The yeah. people in the background didn't show shit but interest and like, hey, uh, what do we eat? What's lunch? What's the interest? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh fuck that. 
that's that's actually pretty good. Yeah, that's good. I'm, he said the, is, he said the background uh, folded it in. I, I think that was, <laughs> rain. Now mine was yours. Mine was Deacon Frost. Yeah, because he was born, and when he wasn't boring, he wasn't doing a good job at being menacing. Yeah, I, he he wasn't as cool as he thought he was. Right. So I was like, right. He needed well, shit, a Rockman. I'm gonna go with you. Yeah, you. <laughs> Yeah, that I'm like, was. Am I playing Grand Theft Auto in this bitch? Like, what's happening? Yes, yes. <laughs> you're playing The Sims. That's what you're playing. <laughs> uh, next. Nothing. Next category: Clifton Power sighting. No, we didn't. Could we have yes. used him on this uh, on this movie though? He could have been the cool dude in the serum shop. That would have been dope. Yeah, I would have liked that too. Or he could have been a to vampire. He could have been in the to Vampire Roundtable. Oh, see him yeah. turn around. Yeah, yeah. To see him turn around. Like you got the chair. Do the classic thing with the chair. Just turn around. Like. So, he could have been. You know what he could have been. He could have been. You remember Michael J. White in the bat in uh, Dark Knight? Yeah. Clifton Powell could. Clifton Powell could have been that vampire. I was like, we ain't doing shit. What you talking about? And then Deacon yeah. could have killed him. <laughs> like I don't play that. I don't play that monkey. I'll play that monkey shit around <laughs> around him. You jigger, jigger don't. <laughs> he was just like he would have. He could have cut his throat. <laughs> We had no Clifton Power sight in this whole first season, man. This is terrible. He was in there, though. He was in there. Killing the background, just like, oh man, black (laughs) So next category, which I never put on anybody's run sheet because this is my personal thing that I always want to do. I need answers. I need answers. Mm. Do you believe that? Frost, Deacon Frost was the one who bit Blaze's mom for real. I don't believe that shit. Mm-mm. I don't I think he was a vampire that, 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 that uh-huh. bit Blaze's mom. It's just too convenient. Yeah, I don't think he lived that long. Because like, I get that vampires are immortal, but like he just seemed too much of an upstart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they if he would have been around that long, they would have respected him yeah, they would have respected him a little bit more than what they did. Just a little bit. Now, granted, he's still half-free, but yeah, it's, it was just too convenient. It was just something to make Blade angry. Like, it was something to be like, hey, look, bull, red cape. Come on, let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I don't think he did. <laughs> no, just for a second of the movie, because no, I agree with everything y'all saying. I, I 100% feel the same way. But I think just for the sake of like the movie and it being in the 90s, I think that he was the one, because I think if he wasn't, it would have been made more apparent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, But I agree with everything y'all saying. Like yeah. He couldn't have truly been that one. But for the sake of the movie, and like this was the first That's of its kind, I th- yeah, I think it was just like, yeah, and he was also so-and-so, because mm-hmm. The pure vampires didn't do. They didn't do shit. This whole movie, they were a fucking waste. Yeah, they were they very were pathetic. Yeah, they were very. That that whack. is okay. So, and, and here's my question, real quick, uh, for you guys. That is something that I noticed was a reoccurring theme in the Blade movie series. Is that the pure vampires were more so like very just like yo like bitches. Yeah, like I, I need your help because you know and two. That was the whole, they're like, hey, there's this new breed of vampire shit's going on. You know what we need? Blade. And I was just like, now y'all got this outstanding four-man force, and you still can't take down all these people? 
and then mm. Blade Three. Well, okay, wait, we gotta let's let's not yeah don't but, don't yeah. go outside of Blade yeah, sorry, boundaries. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not gonna go. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. But oh, um, like no, nah, I just noticed it. They just didn't do anything. It was just like, like we yeah, just figureheads. Yeah, I and I and I could be looking viewing it from the lens of and I don't care what y'all think, listeners. I like Twilight. I'm not. I don't think it's great. I know it's not a good um, franchise, but going from like Twilight, um, Vampire in Brooklyn, other vampire properties where pure vampires were like a threat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm yeah. one of the best ones. So so yeah, I'm. Okay. Yeah, this is kind of like oh, we're gonna hide in the corner. This this yeah. the second question I need answer to. How much sunblock did they have to have for them to go out in the damn day? That's some bullshit. I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) This nigga had a he had a small jar of sunblock, and you you just put you just opened up a nigga's shirt (laughs) at the beach, and you ain't get burnt up too. The fuck and out of here! Put on motorcycle helmets, y'all. Remember the, the motorcycle helmets? Y'all had to go on. That shit know? wasn't blocking the sun that good. No, it wasn't. This is this is <laughs> stupid. This is the one thing I re- like, and I had it on my list. Sunscreen? Question mark. I don't like that because that should have been a bigger plot point then. Because uh, I was pissed. I've already been tweeted. I said I don't like this because what makes Blade special then? And if you have the ability to put on sunblock and walk around outside, why the fuck is this movie even happening? Right. You just get somebody. You can just walk to Kroger and get somebody. Like Publix is down that the street. Kroger. Just get somebody in the daytime. This makes absolutely no. He got that little Asian girl. Like, <laughs> did you eat her? Period. He did. He, did. he just like come here, little girl. Like, <laughs> I feel like this is a this is very much a MacGuffin because when he when um Dra- Dragonetti when he was like, oh look at that, and I'm like. Why aren't y'all burning? Right. Like that was weird. Like right. what what? So right. no no, I don't I don't think they I don't think they developed that well enough. I think it was just like, okay, we need this scene. Mm-hmm. We need this scene. And they didn't even put enough makeup on him Mm-mm. that felt like it was more caked up mm-hmm. than before. Mm-hmm. I was like, nigga, this is like when he said, Oh, your mascara running, they should have been like smoke mm-hmm. coming from that Double side of that nigga. Yeah, face. yeah. I hate that. That pulled me out of the movie yeah. more than once. Yeah, I hated. That. I thought that was some bullshit too, but it is. What can you do? <laughs> probably, probably one of the most easiest categories in the fucking world. Could this be made in twenty twenty one? Looks Absolutely. like looks like no. it is because Mahershala no. Ali. Is... <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> no. This well, okay. Is racist. Right. This is classist. <laughs> This is bestiality. This movie cannot be made. Incest. Incest. This was yes, incest. This was species of species abuse. Species is that what it is? Destruction of property. This shit cannot be made today. This is this is actually a terrible movie. Please. Can you imagine? Right now. Can you imagine when when uh, Doctor Care was thrown across on the building? Somebody be like, today, oh, oh, why he throwing her like that? <laughs> and how she survived because right. she should have been dead. She should have died right there. She just had a had her died. shoulder was out of place. That's all that happened to her. She gave initial school of acting with that. I was like, bruh. Uh, and then, oh, then y'all, y'all saw it with the callback when she fixed his shoulder in, in the yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> y'all, no, but yeah. So, 
But yeah, I think it could it could definitely be made. I even mean, though we know it's one coming, I think this even if you did the exact same movie, like it still could be relevant today. So I'd watch it too. So up. that that was that was my follow up to that. I'm like, yeah, we know it's gonna they're doing a reboot to it. Is it going to be good? What before you answer, let me say why mm. I asked that. The initial Blade movie was rated R. We got a, but it it didn't go to the max with the R rating. Um, we know that with Marvel now, it's PG-13, and that's it. Um, we do have Mahershala Ali, who is a, 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 a award-winning actor. Can Marvel do... Can they, can they... Can Lightning Strike Twice, is what I'm asking. Mm-hmm. I'll start with you, Rockman. Is, it, is this, is this oh. Blade movie going to be good? The reboot. So... so- so I think it will be because here's here's our thing. Um, because today's PG thirteen is not yesterday's PG thirteen. Today's PG thirteen is really nineteen nineties rated R lightly because in PG thirteen you can say fuck two times, you can say shit all you want, and your violence can be realistic. It just can't be over the top gory. So mm. what they're probably going to do is they're probably going to have something to where the vampires either turn to ash and, or like something to where they explode but not have gory shit like how how blade did it like basically for example you probably see more of like what they did in twilight where like oh they're glittering in the spotlight but mm-hmm. instead it'll just be like when they stab or whatever it'll be the disappearing thing from uh mm-hmm. was it avengers where they just like disappear because they still mm-hmm. have that People don't understand dark stories are told in PG 13 because mm-hmm. Avengers Endgame and Avengers Infinity was very dark. For that dark to be Phoenix. a PG 13, yeah, exactly. Dark Phoenix, which is trash. But you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> trash. Oh, um, but that was told in such a dark way. And so mm-hmm. it can be done. Now, granted, will they still have that same edge from the first one? And will we still enjoy it? That's gonna be questionable. And I hope, you know, like like you said, Marshall Ali. There's a great. I love that dude from 4400 to Luke Cage to just everything he plays in. All thing I can't forget. Moonlight, Moonlight, and Moonlight, Moonlight. Like, he's oriented. a very excellent actor. So if anybody can pull it off, it's him. I'm not questioning him on that. It's just gonna. I, I'm more so concerned with the direction and where Marvel's gonna go because, of course, if he's gonna play with the others, then they have to like do this nice little like you know, which he will tie into it. But again, I think you could do it. It's just it won't have that supreme edge. He probably won't be as angry as was the Snipes was. We just came in and kicked everybody's ass. It's like, I'm fucking late. Mm. Yeah. You know, but yeah. at the same and he won't be eating Karen's. But, you know, at the same time, you know, I think it'll be good. <laughs> Rain, what about um, you? I, no, I say no. And I'm being oh, for real. Wow. Um, I, I want everything you said, Rockman. I want all, everything you said. But. When you say lightning strike twice, you have to be referring to Black Panther because lightning didn't strike for the MCU. This was not an MCU film. Mm. And mm. even with the rated R, I think the biggest thing that I'm taking from is what you said, Rockman, is that mm. this needs to fit into the MCU at large. Now, mm. MCU mm. has changed. Loki and Scarlet, uh, Loki and WandaVision yeah. come out. Things yeah. are changing, but. Mahershala is great, so I think it's going to be an interesting and entertaining film. However, to get that same magic from 1998, uh, and this isn't even like rose-colored glasses, I just don't know if we could get the same gritty, dark, 
underworld mm-hmm. adjacent Field. movie. Yeah. yeah, like I feel like because for me, I don't need any other MCU characters in this film. I need you to treat it like its own thing. Maybe give me some effects from like, you know, Battle in New York or whatever if you want to. But I don't want a whole bunch of Loki running around and, you know, fucking Iron Man popping up. Like, I I, I think for this to work, you need to find a way to make it its own thing like you did the Netflix series mm-hmm. and have it build out his own lore. If Karen returns for this one, like establish his folks. So that mm-hmm. when we do get interaction with other people, make that be a little bit lighter. Like Deadpool. Deadpool is right. good, but you right. can't just put him in any old fucking MCU movie. So I'm saying no, and I hate to sound so negative, but I don't, I don't, I think the movie will be good, but I don't know if we're going to get anything that feels like what we got in 98. Right. And you know what they might do too, Rain, just to right. kind of add on to your point. They might do it, they might do all of that, and they might still keep him separate. Mm-hmm. And put him in a in a situation to where like Punisher was kind of in with the defenders. Mm-hmm. They knew he was there, and yeah. they they referenced him, and then that was it. You know what I'm saying? And that might be what the the MCU does because I mean, if you think about it, really, even in the comics, like you said, Spider Man and Friends, is where he was just pretty much at home with, and you didn't see a big crossover with him until you saw like Dracula versus the X Men, where all of a sudden mm-hmm. Marvel decided to make half of the mutants vampires, which is stupid, but. <laughs> You know, like that's when Blade came. Like, hey, yo, like he showed up with X Men. Like, yo, they want to take on Dracula. X Men's like, Dracula's real. And he's like, yeah, yeah, come on. You know, so mm-hmm. I think they're kind of probably going to do that because you're right. Like, you can't right now. Marvel is probably setting up to make the second line of Avengers, which we know Carol Danvers. We know she's going to be a part of that as being like Miss Marvel or uh, Captain Marvel. Then Miss Marvel's going to show up. She Hulk. They're getting everybody ready with their own like little like. Uh, shows and then of course Hawkeye is his own show, which is going to introduce mm. Lady Hawkeye. So I think that's what they're going to do is like, yo, Blade is here, but you know we're not going to see him. So yeah. hopefully. So I I wrestled with this. I, I brought the question up and I wrestled with this Uh-oh. a lot. I don't know, and the reason why mm-hmm. I'm saying is because, and Rain made my point, and he mm-hmm. he kind of stole it, but he kind of didn't. Um, <laughs> Blade wasn't tied Wesley Snipes Blade wasn't tied to a universe and it was all these in, isolated stories of some things that he was doing and that's what I like about the character he didn't have to he don't have to get along with like Iron Man well Black Captain America or he don't gotta get along with like all these other characters in the universe like he has his own thing that he was doing in those in those trilogy of movies, especially in Blade One. I think they got the right actor for the wrong season of things. Like I want Mahershala Ali to be able to play Blade, but not have to worry about these extra characters that he like eventually we know he's gonna end up in like a, a group movie. We don't know what it is. Dark Defenders of either Dark Defenders or uh Dark Avengers. Well, I mean, who knows? Since COVID kind of threw a thing, threw a lot of stuff around too. They are going to do a Moon Knight series for Disney mm-hmm. Plus. Yeah, I don't care about the rating. To be honest with you guys, like the rating really don't matter that much to me because oh. I think stories can be told with a PG thirteen um, yeah, rating. Sure. Absolutely. My Ooh. problem is tying this blade, tying blade to other characters, 
and see how well he plays with others is where it's going to really fuck me up. Because I don't, I don't think, I don't think that you can't tell the same type of stories from like the '98 version now because he's tied to like this universe and these people that he has to interact with pretty soon. So I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be good or not. Well, and then here's the other question too, because you know, there's always with Sony, they're always up and down about whether or not they're uh tied to the Marvel universe or not. Well they Marvel owns this blade. He they got the rights to blade back. Yeah, no, I I know, but I'm talking about uh the the character that they both share and I know Sony owns him but MCU still has the right to bring him but Mobius going back to him, mm-hmm. even though he's getting his own movie now, and Mobius is like one of the major villains for both Spider Man and Blade, that I can see that they're that that's what they're kinda going towards is maybe they're gonna put those two together in, in terms of a group up. Um but I, I don't I kinda agree with you guys. And then I do remember like Marvel Ultimate Alliance and then some of the crossovers that he's done with X-Men or Avengers sometimes. Like not a lot. Because again, he overall Blade does kind of shine by himself. So mm-hmm. I totally get that because he, he's a lot like how Doctor Strange is in the comics, where unless it's really about him. It doesn't matter. Like right. he, he's just kind of long for the ride. Yeah. So I get that. Just bring back Marvel Knights. Do that. Woo! Yeah, bring Woo. that bring that shit back. Yeah. All right. Much, we we gotta it's move good. on. I'm gonna I'm gonna do we only got really got two. We're only gonna do two more categories, but I gotta do these are the two two important ones to me. Uh change two actors to make the movie better. I'm gonna start with Rain. Okay, so I have um change out Deacon uh Frost with uh Bruce Willis. And I think he would have done a better job. I want to do Jet Li, but I think Bruce Willis would have been a more interesting as Deacon uh, Frost. Yeah, I think he would have done better. I I don't, um, and I'm thinking mainly because of um, uh, Die Hard. Like, and though it wasn't, I feel like he would have given a different Deacon Frost where I could see. And I keep going back to that one scene where Quinn was talking to them two women on the couch. I could I could feel from Bruce Willis, cool. I could feel superior. I could feel like this is a grown man who's commanding a room. With Deacon mm. Frost, it was like, nigga, okay, you the oldest of us, I guess. Um, so I got I got Bruce Willis. That was, my, but since you said Jet Li, I'm that's really who I want. <laughs> Let, yeah, we got yeah. everybody with Jet Li. Yeah. Yeah, that Jet Li. Um, and I even put Keith Sweat. And I know this is funny, y'all might laugh, but I say this Keith because Sweat. no, no, listen. I'm because listening. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, so New Jack City happened. Keith Sweat was in that. Um, this is not movie related, but when they did the verses with Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown, there was a lot of kind of tension and there was some things that he kept repeating over and over, which is like, you know, oh y'all got that deal to do music for this movie, do this, do that. I wanted to be in all this other stuff. So it, it leads me to think that Keith Sweat would have wanted to be maybe not a full-blown actor, but to mm. be in more things that would be notable. And yeah. I think for that time, having that connection from New Jack City, mm. and even though he was playing himself, I think that he would have, he wouldn't have did no worse than the nigga who played hey, look, 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 he look, did so, no If Media Man can make Luther Vandross a gangster, and if New Jack City can make Al be sure a gangster, yeah. yeah, I can see it. I can see that. So yeah, I, that's what I say. I think, and he, and he really was the first to come to mind, like even before Bruce Willis, because wow. I was like, him harping on that so hard at that verses, I was like, no, 
I know he's drunk, but there's something here. Like, <laughs> he would have relished in that exposure. And right. think of his music career after that. Like, right. after 98, this nigga was in Blade? Yeah. Killing niggas? Yeah. I, I mean, his stunt double, because I don't think he would have been doing all the, the hopping around and shit. But, um, but yeah, damn, what was the other one? Um, I think it's only white people I would have switched out. I would have switched out. Uh, Whist- well, Whistler, he did good, so I don't yeah. I wouldn't want to have switched him. I think for me, and this is kind of a cheat, the whole pure blood cast. Because mm. I, I feel like if they're not going to do anything already, switch them out with very high-profile actors and actresses of that time. Because they, they were only in like two scenes. Yeah. So yep. give me an Angela Bassett. Give me an Eddie Murphy. Give me a Sandra Bullock. If you're not going to have them actually do anything, mm-hmm. then fill that whole 12 seat panel up with niggas who are the top of the cream of the, the creme de la creme in 98. Mm. Can you imagine Meg Ryan being the head of one like vampire clans? Hey. Like, Meg I'm, Ryan? Oh I'm shit. shit. I'm for it. So yeah, so that's my um that's my recast. There's yeah. some more, but like that's that's it. What about you, Rockman? Guys, okay, so for my recast, y'all gonna laugh, but I think Deacon Frost should have been Matthew McConaughey because he would have been mm. great <laughs> as uh as as and now that I'm thinking about it, two others come to my mind for Deacon Frost. John Travolta mm. or uh I don't think John Travolta would have They're too they would have they would have took the movie away from Wesley Snipes. To be honest with you, oh, you think it would have been too much? Like he wouldn't have been the star. Like they would have most definitely focused the light on John Travolta or Robert De Niro being the star of the movie, and they're playing like a bad guy too. Yeah, and I would and I would say Keanu Reeves, but he's too nice to play that part. Like he's he's too much of a hero to me to play like a good villain, Mm -hmm. and he plays like he's a very type like Keanu Reeves is very more of a calm, cool. Like he can't play a good villain every time he plays a villain. The movie is terrible. So, mm. oh, I, I just no. Um, and then the other person is all right. Doctor Karen instead of Uba, uh, what's her name? Nabuya, Nabusha uh, Wright. Nabusha Wright instead of her, Vivica K. Fox. <laughs> Hell no! It would be different. It would, like Blade her, t- her tit is too big to be getting thrown across that damn <laughs> to that building. Dang. Her tit is way too big for that. That would have been dope. That would have been dope. Her titties but... are way too used for that. Sorry, I don't mean to disrespect nobody, but she got some big cans. And okay, <laughs> did you say hands or cans? Cans. Oh, still, what the hell? Cole, God. I don't know what else to say. Don't cancel me. Don't cancel me. She got big boobs though. Like that <laughs> she scene when the shit. She's tall as Wesley yeah. or taller, right? Like, yeah, that yeah, was actually, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she too. Oh uh, shit, boomerang her She ass too. She too. Uh, she's too voluptuous for that scene. <laughs> Nigga trying to save himself. <laughs> That's okay, y'all. Listen to Waiting to Exhale first. Don't. don't Please. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Oh my goodness. Oh, those are your recast. Oh. oh, but yeah. Though, and, and and here's here's my crazy idea for the because I was like, man, wouldn't it have been crazy? I would have liked to have seen the crazy idea of like some Marvel superhero just showing up at random. Like, it doesn't matter who it would have been. Like, it just would have been cool <laughs> to see it. Just to be like, all right, cool. Colin Bush making that. Because, like, when we all went to go see Blade in the movie theaters, I remember that because I think I was, like, 14 and 15. And, like, we thought it was the greatest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it would have been cool to have seen some weird, like, character like Cable or, like, 
uh, has seen. He went there. Fucking, right. Uh, or seen like uh, Misty Knight just pop out of nowhere. It's just okay, like, heard you be killing vampires. You know. You know. <laughs> What's your name, brother? Luke Cage, brother. Luke Cage. <laughs> you want one of these bean pies? Right. No, for real. It's me, Eric. <laughs> you know what? Luke Cage, Luke Gossett Jr. Get okay. Let me go because you're losing. Go, you're Hello. losing your mind. So here's my recasting. So Quinn, you know I don't like Quinn, and I look and I thought about it, and I was just like, well, why don't I bring somebody from the future into the past and make him Quinn? So Robert Uh-oh. Downey Jr. as Quinn. Mm. Ooh, he would have been psycho. He was really fucked up back then. Yep. I think it was ninety eight. He yeah. was he was he was he had his little habits. So I thought Quinn would be a well better played character if Robert Downey Jr. would have been um Quinn. So as Deacon Frost, of okay. course, I was just like, keep Jet Lee, my nigga. Like, what yes. keep Jet Lee. But then I thought about it and I dug oh, into no. I dug into my movie bag, like my really, really movie my I dug into my movie bag. So for Deacon Frost, Kiefer Sutherland. Now as Wow. For, now if Jack you don't Bauer? if you now <laughs> no, actually Actually, for those who know movies, Kiefer oh, Sutherland played a vampire in The Lost Boys. And I was good. like, why don't you just have Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland play Frost, Deacon Frost, in Blade? He's, he's, he would be an awesome. That would have been... I probably would have wet my pants if he would have been Deacon Frost, because I'm like, oh, he's from The Lost <laughs> you Boys. Know you know what? I'm going to go one step further with you, Cole. Cast him as that, and then get his father Donald Sutherland to be the head vampire. Mm, that would have been tight. That would have been dope. I have a really quick note here too. Um, Chris Christopherson's character Whistler, he was created for Blade's cameo in the Spider-Man um, in the '90s Spider-Man cartoon. Mm-hmm. They liked him so much that Marvel CEO said, "We'll just make him put him into the Marvel universe." That's good. So I was like, yo, that's kind of dope. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. he 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 was like Harley Quinn. You know what I'm saying? Believe yeah. it or not, a lot of Marvel did that with a lot of the characters because they did that with Jubilee, did that with Morph, and they did that with uh wait a minute. Somebody else. Somebody Jubilee? else did it with I can't. Jubilee, so she was they put her in the comics later, but Jubilee originally was only gonna be the cartoon, but like they made it where she went to Sydney and felt like Wolverine, like Hunger yeah, I remember that. Right. She they originally were just gonna make a cartoon. They were not gonna like, Okay. Okay. Cause that's my girl now. Yeah, no, 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 look, look. I was mad because you know you saw when they depowered her and made her a vampire. I was like, that fuck y'all, man. Fuck y'all. Yeah. But Morph was also one of them that was not in the comics. They said, right, you know right. what, we're gonna create them for you know. And yeah, like I'm, I'm glad they did that. All right, we're running over time, guys. The most important question of the entire podcast: Who won the movie? Actor, character, whatever you want to, whatever you want to put out there, pick it. I'm gonna go with you, Rain. Who won the movie? Mm, I gotta say, Karen. Karen won the movie. I think Karen won. So we hmm. start off with her. She's gone over. She's just broken up with her boyfriend, apparently because he didn't fucked up. And then you get attacked and bit by this vampire. You being attacked and bit by this vampire 
helps you expedite the research you've already been doing when we first meet you as a character in this movie. Okay. You find out about this other world that's out there. You're able to use your medical skills to, you know, the best of their knowledge, whatever. You get all this extra insight. Though you got to go through all this shit, she had her like hero's journey. You also get to the point where you are not the damsel in distress. You have to kill. You have to emotionally you separated from this nigga, but you have to physically kill your ex. You also have to save the nigga that is the all powerful nigga who you're not only saving scientifically with your um, master's PhD knowledge, but you also physically have to give yourself to him and not in a sexual way to save him, and then at the end you still end up alive, but you got all of this, um, you have a newfound purpose, you're able to work on that same genetic blood shit you was doing before, and you also are more aware of the world that you live in now, and you're better set up, capable to handle yourself and to help this nigga. I think Karen won. Mm. She came out on top. Mm. That was that was actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I that was I, I like that. Rock man, who won the movie? You know I'm going, man. I gotta go with my man, Swiss and Sykes. Like, I knew it. I he said Sykes literally convinced me that he was Blade. I was like, Blade is alive. He's Wesley Snipes. He's just walking around like this. Is, I mean, who else do you know? Just within 20, the first 20 minutes, like Cole said, of the movie. He's beating people. I was like, "This is great. look at him just beating all these people. Ass. This, this is crazy. Look at all these like, like the white cops that are chasing them. They shoot down. He's like, motherfuckers, are you serious? Man, he's just throwing everybody everywhere. And then he's just like, I'm late. That's what I do. And everybody's like, Yeah, no, that's 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 it. And people, he's like the boogeyman. This is people don't understand. Blade was Devil May Cry before Devil May Cry was Devil May Cry because they were afraid of him. All the vampires like, fuck Blade, fuck Blade. Like that, and then like when he came around, I was like, oh shit, it's playing, run! Ah. Like remember, Deacon Frost, even in the movie, he's like, Quinn, how fucking hard is it? He's one guy. He's like, he's shooting shit. Please, just come help us. And he's like, mm-hmm. goddamn, all right, we coming. So fuck that, fuck what you heard. Guy was like, I mean, I'm not saying I don't disagree. Mister Rain, he's absolutely heard. right. Yeah, fuck what you heard. Let's just nice. But no, I, I agree with Rain though. With Doctor Karen's like, oh, like just you know, for because for once. In a scary movie, especially, or a horror action movie, the black people don't just die. Like, she had a purpose. She was a part of the movie. She was part of the mission. It was mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Blade was motherfucking Blade. So, shout out to the Man. Really? It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to follow you guys up with what I have. I mean. But I'm going to do it. Oh. Do it. Come on. Who won yeah. the movie? Come on. Marvel. One, the movie. Oh, 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 nigga, you are not wrong. These people wrong. off the off the sweat of this black man's back Same have made man. a whole freaking universe <laughs> off of this nigga who wanted to make a Black Panther movie's back. Wesley oh. Snipes, Blade, all of the things that happened with this movie opened up the universe for us to be able to, to enjoy. And and I don't give a damn what anybody else has to say about this shit because it's the truth. This movie opened it up for you guys to be able to enjoy your comic book movies because it was a lot of duds. Let's go, let's go full circle with this. In the Come beginning on. of the freaking podcast, I said, "Yo, these are the these are the Marvel movies before Blade." Howard the Duck, 
Punisher with Dolph Lundgren and a Fantastic Four movie that they were so embarrassed of they didn't even put it out. And then you get a black man who wanted to come out here and say, let's make a Black Panther movie. They said, no, we'll give you Blade because we don't want to get all the confusion with the Black Panther stuff going on. We'll give you Blade. And Wesley Snipes took Blade and made it into something. Well, let me just say Wesley Snipes, David S. Goyer and the director, all of them dudes came together, made this movie into something that was profitable and they got two other sequels from it. But you don't get you don't get X-Men and Spider-Man after this. If Blade's a flop, you don't we don't get what we have now. We don't get it. We don't get the DC, we don't get the fucking Marvel Universe. None of this Marvel Cin- we don't get the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We don't get none of this shit. No. All of this fucking Disney Plus shows with fucking Loki and fucking WandaVision. Mm-hmm. And now we got a Burn black Blade. Captain America. No. We need to go back and thank fucking Blade for this shit. Because if it wasn't mm-hmm. for this nigga being successful in the very first movie that was that made over a hundred million dollars, mm-hmm. all this billion dollar shit, and these niggas sitting up here, Robert Downey, Downey Jr. getting fucking Hundred million dollars a movie and all of this Chris Chris Evans and all these motherfuckers ask for all this money. Y'all need to give Blade its fucking props. Because this movie opened up a a shit ton of stuff, man. It opened up an industry. It did. It It was so successful. I'm just mad you talking about this like Marvel's on like the porch with lemonade like "Mm, this nigga did good. But but you have to the reason why I'm going this hard is because people did not want to acknowledge this movie up until 2010s and you know here in the last few years you got people sitting here like well we we should really give Blade his props. You know what I'm saying? Like yes people love Blade. Black and white people love Blade, but was it getting the respect of opening up a fucking Marvel universe like nope. it deserved? No. No. no it was not. And no. this movie, by all means, was very successful, internationally successful. And that's because yeah, yeah. a man wanted to actually do a Black Panther movie that they didn't want to do, and they gave, they threw him... <laughs> they literally said, let's just give him Blade. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like They literally yeah. like, let's just give didn't him Blade. They didn't expect anything from it. They just say, hey. Because he's black. Know, that's what it was. Yep. And, and I, so, I say even DC. Oh. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying. When I say who won the movie, Marvel won. They owe that nigga some money. If you ask me, mm-hmm. they owe him something. Yeah, <laughs> he should be the new Stan Lee. He should be in every single film and project. Do a cameo, and I'm serious. Yeah, like, I'd be he, down for that. DC wouldn't have opened up mm-hmm. their extended universe past Batman or a Superman movie until the success of uh, Marvel's first couple phases. So yes, even they owe what they have now to this nigga. So, yeah. I mean, and, and they still hadn't really done it because the only good movies they still got are still I mean, yeah. Batman and Superman. But, but there was know. an attempt. There was it was. An attempt. It was. They, they were trying. They were, look, but they were like, Look. oh, that cyborg would have took off. We would have had that cyborg movie. And I'm like, fuck you. Fuck and I think a lot of people can say what they want to about Wesley Snipes, and I think his name gets drugged through the mud. Hell, I've even made a joke or two about it, but at least he was serious enough to try to give the black community, like he really That's wanted to give, he wanted to give Black Panther, put Black Panther out there for for kids that was, that's minorities to say, we got superheroes too. And to be, to be honest, man, think about, I know, I know I was just like, well, it might not have happened, but if it would have happened and think about the type of shit that would have been if it was, if we, if we, if we started with Black Panther, 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And maybe maybe it was a, a gift that we didn't because we got so much crossover appeal with Blade being able to do the the how yeah. you know you know white kids was able to get with this movie because of the techno music that was in there. And maybe you know um, Frost Deacon Frost was a, a shitty ass fucking villain to me, but I'm pretty sure there was a ton of white kids that was just like, "Yo, Deacon Frost is the shit." You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> I just feel like maybe it just gave it enough crossover appeal and it made enough money to be able to say, yo, we can actually make money off of doing superhero movies. And there we go. We know the Marvel, we got a Marvel Cinematic Universe. If you think about it, Cole, uh, just like you said, like it is the first movie to do that because, like you said, think about this that like it's the first movie to be like, yo, it's a serious comic book movie. Really? And it was R rated. Yeah, because even Batman, remember when they brought Batman, they tried to make that a joke because Tim Burton wanted to do funny shit with it. But like, no, like, what's this nice? Just like, nah, I'm fucking Blade. This is what he do in the comics. This is what I'm going to do. And he just went in there and just focused and did it. And mm-hmm. like, it was amazing. Yeah. And so it, it did. It kind of, right, exactly. Like, it, it made people just like, okay, like a serious comic could happen. And that does suck because once again, it's one of those like don't be the first black man to do anything kind of things because yeah. don't get credit for it. But well, absolutely. I'm glad that we got this rooftops because you know, like when you asked me to be on the show, I was just like, yes, for Blade, <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Blade, Blade was completely worth it. Blade, man. great. All right, guys, um, we have reached the end of our show. Rockman, tell everybody where they can get in touch with you. Oh, you guys can, of course, get in touch with me anywhere. Uh, uh, let's see. Let's go with Rockman Infinite on Twitter. Of course, you can check me out on the Nerd Plate with me and my crazy co-host, Leroy Ketchum. We talk about video games, uh, the nerd culture, and food. Uh, as well as you can catch the second season of Virtuous Armaments, hopefully soon. But if not, the first season's up. Uh, we're trying to get through that right now. We're in production. So if you know anybody that wants to voice act and get some experience, let me know. Hit me up at the Nerd Plate Podcast at gmail.com. Or at Rockman3k3 at Hotmail.com. Yes, I still have a Hotmail. And just like, let me know, like, hey, I want to get on the script. But uh, that's about it. Other than that, you know, you can catch these guys on lovely shows all the time. Uh, you know, I, I love you guys' show. Shout out to all. Like, the what was the one about the Titans? Like, I went back and watched those. Oh, my God. Y'all are so – like, because I followed – y'all – okay, you guys and everybody else was just like, Go watch Titans. I was like, "Fine, go watch Titans." It's so good, man. So thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, Rain, Rain. They played us out crossovers with everything. Yeah. Only thing I had watched that y'all endorsed is Black Lightning, and not because of y'all. It's just, it's just. I, I tried, fam. I couldn't get into. It. We tried to. We, we, I mean, we did. <laughs> we tried. <laughs> we did it. We, we made it through. That was <laughs> Together we. Together that, we I made it through the storm. <laughs> I like yeah, y'all in a bad relationship, and y'all just held on. Y'all like, no, nope. we gonna go, we gonna love it. We gonna uh, be all snout and love please, it. Please, please make sure you check out a Rico Ball interview, by the way. <laughs> yes, yes, please. Uh, yeah, you can easily find that damn interview. <laughs> oh, oh man, yeah, this has been this has been cool, man. Uh, me, Rain Coleman, Kiffy Blurred on Twitter is the most immediate way to get in touch with me. Uh, Carefree Black Nerd on Instagram and all that good shit. CarefreeBlackNerd at gmail.com if you must. And of course, here, check me out on this wonderful series. We watch this and make sure y'all watching it with us, goddammit. Please do. Yeah. Go on uh, play now. It's so good. 
Guys, um, you can catch me on Twitter at ColeJackson12, and you can catch me on Instagram at ColeJackson underscore BYNK. And if you want to follow the podcast, we're only on Twitter, which is a good thing. I don't think the shit that I, the stuff that we can, some of the stuff on Instagram will get taken down if I if I yeah, post it. Sure. So um, that's why we're only doing Twitter. So you can actually follow the podcast on Twitter at We Watch This. No e in the in the watched, just the d. And um, just listen to. <laughs> Shut up, Rain! You sorry bastard. <laughs> I caught it after. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I hate you. Make sure you guys follow us. Um, please, if you want to, if you have any suggestions for movies or if you guys want to just talk to us, you can actually add us on Twitter at the podcast at any one of us. Okay, radio. radio.